Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Into the West Chronicle. This is Episode 3, Crossing Bridges. Cool. Right. So, uh, welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous, sponsored by World 20, hosted on Onyx Path, and brought to you by viewers just like you. And you, and you, and you, and you, and you. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. This is, this is always a blast to to put on, and I will just you know kind of throw it out there that this is a big highlight at the end of my week after a day job. <laughs> so, um, well, I mean, you so guys, sweet. I just have to deal with. I'm talking about those folks sitting at home watching. <laughs> you guys, you guys are just more work. Um, so, uh, but a special shout out, thank you to our patrons who support us monetarily: Adele, Alan. Whoop, Al, Ellen Michael, Alexander Angfalleth, Bernie, Blood Angel, Brandon, Chris, Daniel, Doc, The Doomed, Delore, Emil, George, Jack, Jenny, join the bright dream today. All right, man, we got to talk. No, uh, yeah, it's um, Funzo Suru Ali, if you guys have heard, he's got a cool little group Discord. Come yeah. by our Discord and check out the link. Yeah. Uh, John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, Crazyman1772, Melissa, Michael, Milo V3, Moku, Neomegas, Noba, Occultist number 69. Nice. Parker Perry, <coughs> Pulsar, played by Camo. Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Shaksara, Sinna, Terran, uh, The Arcane, Thomas, Thomas, Toast, Usuf Sama, Vortex, Woodfoot, and Zoltan. Thank you all very much for your support and uh, ongoing patronage. Uh, and yes, in case anybody's wondering, is it the lighting or is it just Chris? No, it's it's Chris. They went and got their hair did. Pink. Is, is pink and purple, which pink and purple. if any of you are in any way surprised who are new to the show. <laughs> no, me very well. Um, it is. Yes, this is true. It is also the lighting. Um, yeah. So uh, if you missed it, uh, hi, welcome to 1846 Colorado. That's not actually called Colorado yet. Um, uh, and the sleepy mining town of purgatory falls uh where we have four itty bitty baby mages who are Mm -hmm. just now getting to know each other and not Not well yeah that's fair they're just now starting to get an inkling of wait a second Maybe we should get to know each other more. Right. Um, some couple little wires are crossing, and somebody, if you've seen The Good Place, it's going to feel very familiar. <laughs> uh, mm. So, yes. Um, and Holy forking shirt balls. We're in the bad place. <laughs> we are in the bad place. It's called Purgatory Bluff, after all. Uh, but today is April 26th. 19 nope 1846 uh one of these days i'll get that right um it's okay and it is the opening day of the enright bridge are we are we having problems there chris it's just munching on some dollar bills oh sure oh yeah as they do it's a fun boy toy okay Uh, yes, it is 1846. Uh, sorry, April 26, 1846. The Enright Bridge has been opened uh, at Purgatory Bluff. And okay, we're going to pause for kitty break because it's Ziggy. And we have, Ziggy to, cat. we have to say hello to the Ziggy cat. He is a baby. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he, baby mode. He, 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 is, he is troublesome. Troublesome cat. Uh, and in case you were wondering, folks, this is our 
home game brought to you live online on Twitch from across the four corners of North America. Uh, well, not really corners. We kind of more of an L shape, but whatever. You're getting a buddy in the Southwest yeah. for real. Yeah, yeah. it works out, well, right? We Southwest. I'll go, to, I'll go up to Oregon right, and wait. Washington if you want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought you were up there. Yeah. Right? Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm in California. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we, we have we have the, the loop. <clears throat> Uh, anyways, sorry. Uh, um, the Enright Bridge, which this is the big celebration day, but like most things, like it's a small, sleepy town. We all saw the bridge getting built. For some folks, they used it that morning to actually come over and celebrate the bridge. Um, but it is, you know, 1846 and you're on the frontier. So any time to do any kind of celebration is is worthwhile uh especially when big money bags uh warner enright is footing the bill for most of this yeah um uh, oh good lord uh it's so cute <laughs> cat cat distraction is gonna be real today i, I just sense it <laughs> uh but uh with that, uh, we pick up um, in the general store. Um, it doesn't have a name other than the general store because there's only the one with a Gisela Bauer, probably a little bit on the sweaty side because hot ovens do that when you have no AC. <laughs> this Kit Kat's being very bad. Very bad Kit Kat. Locked out. Worst cat. Banned. Worst cat. Criminal child. Banned. Um, and yeah, so if I remember correctly, you are whipping up a bunch of baked goods for the uh, the visitors in town. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we had mentioned that before, but I also wanted to expand that question out a little bit. Are you making a bunch of stuff um, with like part of the celebration and there's some stuff set aside for them or is this like a oh no i'm very clearly making a like special going out of my way for them like a gift basket for them like i have the things that are normally there's a certain amount that she'll sell at the store Mm because side jobs are kind of what she does sure um but these are like particular like special ones like Probably like a different, like fancier, more sugar in it. Yeah, like know. nicer ones right. that I've made a special batch that I'm giving to them as like a gift basket, basically. Heck yeah! All right. Uh, so yeah, we pick up uh, with with uh, Gisela. Probably not the most um, flattering uh, scenario. Just the little bit of heat and just working through some stuff. And especially it's early um, as Anastasio. Uh, comes in. Um, I don't know Ooh. how accurate it is, but in my head, of course, there's a little ding bell. There's a bell, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Anastasio comes in. Anastasio is, uh, of course, the boss uh, and the one who owns this place. Tall Mexican man. He's six foot two and skinny. Um, black, kind of really short hair. Um, not to put Ralph on the spot, but actually pretty close to, you know, that kind of very short close to the head um as opposed to you know mine um and uh comes in and 
This guy is always full of energy. You know, fast forward to modern times, he's a loud, boisterous CEO. Uh, mm. but here, of course, he's just a merchant who runs a general store, stepping in and, Gisela, what are you baking? Uh, and of course, I'm not going to try and put on the accent, but he's got <laughs> it. Um, and, you know, you can hear him moving through. And I imagine, you know, any kind of baking equipment stuff is going to be set up in the back because there's no reason it needs to be forward towards any yeah. customers or anything like that. But you I can. I there's probably like a back room that had like. Basically, this was not quite a converted house, but like you, it could be. Right. Yeah. So I like there's the kitchen, mm-hmm. which is where. Yeah. And the big pantry where other stuff is stored as opposed to the stuff that's packaged for sale or anything. Uh, but you can definitely hear him rummaging and, and picking up some other things in the front room because uh, I mean he technically owns all this stuff until he sells it so you know hmm. uh, but kind of pokes his head back around and you know spots you know what I expect is you know that the finishing touches of a mm-hmm. lot of this stuff and he goes ah okay uh, well you don't have to butter me up but you know if this is you know and, and reaches for stuff he, yeah, I'm definitely going to give him one. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I was going to say he's. Pr- I, I imagine the relationship is close enough that it's like if you smacked his hand, you know, it would be in you know uh, all in good fun. But yeah, take one. He's like, ah, oh, yes, you know, bumbles with hot thing, finds a towel, and says, okay, so who who is this for? Is this is this for the, oh, is this for the nice young man from London? For all of them. Oh. <laughs> But it's for the nice young men. <laughs> Not particularly, no. Oh, okay. And yeah, the disappointment is obvious. Uh, if you missed previous episodes, Anastasio wants yeah. everybody to be married and happy. He, of course, is a lifelong bachelor. Um, or at least that's, <laughs> bachelor. Right. That's, that's what it seems, at least. Uh, he's 45. He's rich. He's got money. Well, rich. Uh, he's got enough money to be comfortable. And why hasn't he, you know, found somebody to marry? Mm. Um, anyways, Chris is making faces. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Okay, uh, most people in our chat are going to know the sort of connotations of that phrase. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he's, you know, checking in, sees that this is what you've got going on and is totally on board with it and, you know, kind of helps you, you know, get some things together. And so, you know, kind of leans in and I'm not complaining. Uh, you know, I, I, I want them to come and do more business with our store, but what prompted what prompted this if you know obviously not to you know woo a man through <laughs> the stomach i sorry is it my voice um shit i had a thought and then i couldn't speak <laughs> um i would like to make a better business arrangement and also curiosity. That's fair. Uh, I'm interested in whatever it is that the society does. Yeah, the Royal Society. Um, and kind of leans in. He's like, "Yes, I was. Uh, I was hoping to talk to Mortimer last night, but." I got distracted by all sorts of boring things. Um, and then he got rather drunk. Uh, so never had that opportunity. But um, yes, well, um, in that case, uh, and you know, like 
finishes wrapping stuff up nice and tidy while you're like you know cleaning yourself yeah. up and you know says so, so uh in that case and you know hands the basket to you you will be my spy um and you marks <laughs> marks you <laughs> and says you know um go find out and yes bring us back some kind of deal because i'm really wondering i don't know that they have a big wagon of supplies so if they're exactly. heading farther out and 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 i think Rather than talk it all out, you guys go back and forth and hash out like, hmm, what are they up to? They don't have anything. Oh, yes. And, you know, a couple little because things that he points out of like, OK, these are things that we could totally let go at a big old discount to look like we're being, you know, buddy, buddy with them. And just kind of arms you like mm-hmm. in, you know, business wise with all sorts of deal making uh, stuff. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, he himself, uh, you can see is. Not necessarily set up to have like a party, but he's got a couple little things. He's got like a, a, I guess it would be a bag of apples and, you know, some other little things that he's very likely to hand out to kids and sell to adults um, Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, basically eventually the two of you kind of lock up and leave out um, as you guys step out. And it's morning, we'll say like 8 a.m., uh, if I remember correctly, that would mean that uh, Theo is still busy with chores or probably finishing up. Uh, Ralph is up. Uh, excuse me, not Ralph. Uh, Cloak is up with the um, the miners. And at eight, I would imagine definitely finished up with any kind of greet the sun meditation kind of stuff and is mm-hmm. working with whoever's heading into the mines. Uh, oh, I did mean to ask you about that. Are any of them, are you... Uh, is Cloak and the sisters coming down or are you bringing a little entourage to be part of the town? Or is this still one of those like we're still making inroads so we're just like, going to have a couple of us down at a time? Um, it's a big celebration. So I think what they would probably have done is everyone would have worked hard so that or they would have planned so that they could take some time away from mining that day mm-hmm. to all be present. OK, that the bridge is a town celebration. And they've all been there for two months. Gotcha. So they should all be seen. So gotcha. this would probably be the first time since they arrived that all of the Maroons would be traveling gotcha. in one group. Uh, and actually, now that I think about it, it probably would make all sense that, yeah, the miners are probably, you know, let off as a, as a holiday as well. Yeah. Because this would be, this is Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're yeah. going to have a, they're going to have a two day weekend, two day guys. Weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So um, yeah, you guys are waking up. They're, probably going to be in bed until noon and then make their way down. Uh, but you guys, it sounds like are, you know, getting up a little bit early. Maybe some are going to lag behind if they were working that later shift or something, but okay, yeah, cool. They get more time. Right. So there's, you know, meditation and sparring in the morning. And mm-hmm. then whenever everybody's ready, we'd come down. Gotcha. Okay. So you, it's literally going to be, everybody comes down together. Okay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Let's I see. think at this time that would also put uh, Isabel up at, and writes manner with uh and you were dropping off stuff and guns if i remember correctly okay cool the guns was unmentioned but yes right <laughs> um cool um so yeah you guys uh oh excuse me we have you know gisela and anastasio stepping out into that morning sun people are starting to filter through nobody's in a big rush none of this is really gonna like hit off until sometime afternoon because you know 
wait for the sun to actually start to set a little bit. Mm-hmm. But with so many people, especially the miners out of town or excuse me, out of work, uh, other folks are probably still working because that's how it works in holidays and that shit. But there you go. Um, and uh, so, like, for instance, the tavern is open, um, though it's, you know, probably just uh, Madame Robert and, you know, some of the other staff, uh, some of the brewers, maybe who are like working double time or have been probably. I don't think you would make beer the day of. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly can't make gin in one day. Right. Um, Not good one, at least. Fair. Uh, but they are probably moved instead of inside the tavern. Well, actually, yeah, probably having people come into the tavern a little bit, but it's definitely something that has spilled out into the streets a little bit. And so, you know, Madame Robert maybe you know, standing on the you know very typical walkway um and you know i imagine she's got a fan uh and just talking with people and it is a very high energy social thing compared to like you know mr enright coming out and telling everybody that the bridge is going to be opening tomorrow and this is the royal society which was like everyone's like what's the big deal okay that's the announcement and done this has got higher energy uh the sunday best clothes are out um the priest and uh uh chaplain preacher pastor um depending on which language you're using um are out and while they will have theological arguments when it's stuff like this they come out arm in arm um and are you know happily like you know doing similar stuff to anastasia of like oh yes we're gonna bribe the kids um and you know it's it's definitely a very positive energy kind of uh scenario um but uh, Anastasio looks at Gisela and says, OK, good luck. Um, and, you know, big wink. And he heads out to go mm-hmm. just cause chaos. Uh, very likely, he's probably really going to be lying to his nephews and nieces uh, when they come across over from uh, across the bridge from the farm, because that's that's when this is really going to hit the fan, because the town is a decent size, but there's quite a few farms that have the big families because that's how you run a farm in 1846. Um, And when those folks start crossing over the bridge and kind of join up sometime after morning chores are done, then this is going to blow up. Um, There's going to be a lot more activity. And, um, you know, this town obviously has a couple musicians in the way of like uh, Isabel. There's a lot of farmers who have guitars and you know other various you know musical stuff and that's when this steps into like okay this is going to be loud and exciting and you know especially for 1846 colorado uh there's a guitar actually right not to well actually you but in a sort of standard human lifespan uh history um we're a little early for guitars to be sort of everywhere really at least modern guitars. There's sure. obviously other things, but like the like classical Spanish guitar that we would think mm-hmm. of is until like 1880 or so. Damn. Okay. I know. I looked it up because that was going to be my thing. Oh, sure. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. On a horse with no <laughs> yeah. name. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, I'm sure Do there's other... harmonicas yet. Yeah. I was just saying there's, there's probably, probably got harmonicas. There's, there's, there's some various all sorts of woodwinds and, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Various other uh, various. um instruments uh but dang okay i just uh, wanted to share that 
because just it made me absolutely sad too. destroyed the magic of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, Ruined everything. Right. Well, so, we're engaged in revisionist history. Throw so. out the whole chronicle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Let's go play pirates. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and Ruff, Ruff does bring up a good point. We do have six guns. Uh, so, you know, maybe we do have guitars. Maybe uh, guitars you want us to be able to play guitar. Yeah. That's why, that's why I said in a in sort of standard human right. actual history. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ba- banjos are period appropriate. Yeah, but does anyone really want to hear a banjo? Yes. Banjos yes. are actually pretty good. I mean, yes. I was <laughs> about <laughs> to get heated. Holy shit. I was about now. to be so triggered. No. <laughs> no. Like, salute salute to Kermit, man. Yeah, no, banjos yeah. are pretty awesome. <laughs> Shout out Steve Martin. And yes, uh, oh, yeah. boots are also hundreds Grammy. of years old. Yeah, but I don't think we're playing lutes. Probably not. But yes, there's all sorts of various other instruments that are. We're playing Mage the Awakening if we stop talking about musical instruments. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yes. Um, so for now, uh, you know, things are starting to just get chatty uh, amongst most people. Um, and, you know, the whole nobody's working that day as opposed to like yesterday, people were still doing some work. Today, it's like, no, nope, we're not doing anything. Uh, I'm sure the Bauer family is, you know, cruising out represented. Uh, and, you know, uh, oh, man. Eventually, one of these days, I'll actually have those two kids' names uh, actually <laughs> remembered. Is it Friedrich uh, and... Dietrich and Lucia. Yeah. Friedrich uh, is dad, right? Friedrich is dad. Mm-hmm. And again... Wait, no. You could probably just call him Fred. That's probably what everyone in town does. Okay, right. <laughs> Dietrich. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. I don't know how you Americanize Dietrich. Dieter? Dieter? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. And Dieter and Lucia. Antonia. Eventually get these. There's way... There's more names already in this chronicle than the entire last chronicle combined. Anyways. Uh, it's pretty close. Uh, but, uh, yeah. The moving, you know, swarm... Well, swarm, it's not that big of a town. But everybody's out and about that central green where um, Warner and Wright had been standing on a literal soapbox to deliver uh, uh, addresses, kind of where people are sprawled out. Couple people have you know kind of picnic baskets that are closed now, obviously, uh, but everybody's kind of expecting to just kind of lounge out. And you know it is April, um, so the weather is starting to uh, starting to warm, and it is Colorado, so it's already on the warm side, anyways. This is, this is really good. nice, actually. Yeah, yeah. This, this is good weather. Um, I picked this date for a reason, um, but um, the. Get together um, is just mostly everybody hanging out and chatting. Uh, it is not until somewhere around like ten o'clock, uh, so at which point most everybody is arrived. Uh, the miners have come down that are going to show up. There's a bunch who are just like, we don't care. I just want to sleep and probably drink whatever they've got up there in the barracks. Um, I think the maroons probably would be down uh, at this point, which Probably did not cause a ruckus, but there was definite that like, oh, oh, okay, they're coming down and a little bit of not necessarily tenseness, because at this point, like any really loud tension has kind of abated. But there's definitely like 
people staring um and you know looks and stuff like that but uh i imagine that makes sense to me right uh it's probably I'm, still uncomfortable for them mm-hmm. i, I mean probably, also just the whole existence of them having shown up here would still be super weird right yeah mm-hmm. uh <laughs> i agree with you and uh and i imagine for for the maroons it's probably weird to be in this oh. you know, in colorado <laughs> yeah um, yeah so uh but it is you know a, a relaxed environment and you know nobody is forced to stand next to anybody they don't want to so things kind of meld into different cliques and it's mostly family groups and related family groups uh but of course when the uh the carriage comes down from you know in right manner uh at this point i imagine uh isabel is also probably down before then anyways um but you can see uh one of the uh well one of the driver um and ike sitting up on top um uh, it is ike right isn't it yeah, son. Oh, the yeah, shitty son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shitty son, as opposed to the non-existent good son. Uh, yeah, there is no good son. There, th- that There's is not a chance. Son. No, there's just the shitty one. Uh, but you know, sitting kind of up top and uh, inside, you know, windows open, Warner and Wright, and the uh, the guests from the Royal Society, uh, you know, right on down. And of course, as they get a little bit closer, Warner and Wright on the road. Uh, you know, kind of leads down to the bridge and he's leaned out the window waving like a prom queen uh, or a homecoming queen um, and uh, kind of king. leads a procession down towards uh, the uh, towards the bridge itself. Um, mm-hmm. and, well, actually, no, probably not yet. Probably, yeah, probably stops at the, the green where everybody is and gets out and hellos everybody and and you know kind of sh- does a lot of glad handing sh- and handshaking mm-hmm. and to his credit the guys the guys got everybody's names um sometimes it takes a, a moment of prompting where he's uh, da, 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 ah yes Dietrich and you know is you know shaking Gisela's uh, father's hand and talking and looking at the kids and now the the kids he probably doesn't quite have memorized but hmm. Um, he knows whose kids they are that's for sure um but yes things kind of settle in uh and as he is glad handing i imagine is when gisela is like ah yes let me go talk to Mm -hmm. yeah just sidle on up um uh to introduce myself like good morning it's mordor and i've brought you a gift uh and yeah mordor is I think he's a little bit off put at such a informal celebration, you know, because, of course, he's from the high society in Mm. London. Right. Um, And is kind of looking around, staring at all the ragamuffin peasantry type of uh, type of folks uh, and and looks to you. And I imagine he's, again, Sunday best kind of attire. Mm. Um, And oh, her bonnet on. Oh, yes. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Oh, what's the firefly line? (laughs) Oh. By my, oh whatever. By else. my pretty floral bonnet. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. And just, uh, yeah. And and um, looks at, and in and like in a like little wicker basket, I imagine, or something mm-hmm. like that. And kind of takes that and kind of pulls back whatever. Uh, I almost said paper uh, cloth. You know, towel is over yeah. it and looks at this and goes, "Oh, my mother's family owned a bakery." 
back in Germany or whatever we called it at that time. <laughs> I don't know what the actual regional Germany. name yeah. for or whatever town they were from was. Um, and and actually, I guess that prompts the question: Are these like very German yes. baked goods? Okay. I imagine that that's what they're selling here. Sure, they were her mom's recipes. Cool. And uh, is that kolaches? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so yes, I haven't, you, had, you a, know, a I haven't had a kolache in like eighteen months, and it's fucking killing me. I'm sorry. I found bro. a restaurant at Virginia Beach that is just called like. Kolachi store or whatever. <laughs> I mean, they very, get them when I go down. Like, it's the name very, of the place. So, yeah. Very yeah. straightforward. Uh, and yeah, Mortimer kind of takes the basket, and you know, is looking at this, and and you know, a quick rather, and that way we don't have to go over it a little. What the heck is this? What is this? Oh, okay, this sounds good. Mm. And you know, and looks at all of it, picks up one, probably like the smallest of things and takes a bite and smiles at you oh okay no this is actually good and like then, yeah. <laughs> then very quickly is offloading the basket mm-hmm. to uh um to jules uh now jules however not nearly as uh gun shy around fresh baked goods um and like you know grabs like two or three oh my god they're still hot juggling and like offers the basket to Rilla, who just you know promptly takes one and you know very daintily and then you know thank you and then like Watches Jules tries to hand the basket back to you. Um, no, 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 they're yours. Welcome <laughs> to town, Purgatory Bluff. Oh, uh, well, thank you. And you know, Mortimer has already kind of like tuned out this conversation, uh, but Jules, co- uh, you know, comments and stuff like that, and he kind of turns and says, "Oh," um, and then and then it clicks. He's like, "Oh, you're the young lady who works at the at the general store." Yes, I work for Anastasia. Okay. Yes. Oh, good. And you know, he now he's like, okay, maybe I do actually care about who this is. Uh, Jules and Rilla, however, are like you have two new best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, like Rilla is being very dainty, but it's like, wow, that that pastry just disappeared. Where did that go? And she's already <laughs> taking a large one this time, right? Um, but uh, kind of looks at you and like you can see the gears turning. He goes, okay, well, thank you. Thank you very much for the gift. They tell Anastasio we appreciate his his generosity, um, and uh, you know, we 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 look forward to um, <laughs> working with you. And like, definitely, he's trying to figure out. Okay, what mm-hmm. what's this all leading up to? Um, I I don't know if you want to throw some some dice at this to kind of represent you. Like, I I don't know how direct uh, Gisela is about this. Um, because that would be more of the like presence um, kind of vibe. But if you're just kind of be like, oh, I'm subtle and sweet and you should totally come by, you know, it'd be more of a manipulation thing. What do you think? Uh, I don't know that she's actually trying to manipulate them. Mm-hmm. Um, I legitimately want to make a nice impression so that I could spend more time around them. Sure. Because I am highly curious. It's less about making a business deal. That's what I'm going to tell Anastasio. But mostly I want to know what they're doing. Sure. Okay. Uh, What I think we'll do then, where is this? Uh, Because what we'll talk about is actually kind to improve that first impression uh, Mm -hmm. that you got. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And in this case, 
actually kind of really said it because before it was just like hi this hand and handshake and he was talking and Anastasio now he's like okay hang on you're like you're more than just like the shop girl like you're doing stuff um and it's it's up to you um the uh some of the suggested stuff is like wits plus socialize to create a perfect guest list um manipulation plus persuasion to get a be- uh you know a better table um so it's it's kind of open um however you want to kind of swing this and it's not just because i have points in this but i like like wits and persuasion sure like i'm and- trying to in, in that case, I think it's a very like you are showing that you are smart and like you and are you providing. And, right. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, it, th- This is just at a minus one. Uh, Mortimer <laughs> isn't really all that keen on having any attachments in town, but he's not mm-hmm. like if it's useful. Then, yeah. you know, he won't complain. Hmm. See if I I got one willpower back from sleeping, right? Always. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I spend it, that puts me at plus two. Right. One success. Hey. Oh my god. <laughs> now which die was it? Okay, this is way back there, but sure. Way back there. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so he, you know, and quickly shifts from okay, we're talking about baked goods to. What exactly do you have at that store of yours? Um, and uh, to give you just you know the meta knowledge, your your impression level has gone up, and uh, from just being a good one, which is like every day to work through social engineering, uh, their mm-hmm. uh, social maneuvering up to once an hour. Um, and yeah, it, he, all of a sudden he's going like, okay, hang on, maybe maybe there there's more in this general store than seeds and manure and shovels you know and yes. like you know the, the, these are actual and notably of course for his mind anastasio's and his store mm-hmm. you have more but uh and kind of nodding through uh jules um and has finally passed the basket off to rilla um and has pulled out a like notebook um and is flipping through it as you guys are discussing and is kind of leaning over and showing it to mortimer and like ticking off and you know it's a quick like it's very obviously a unofficial shopping list of hey do you have this stuff do you have this stuff oh no but we can get that um you know kind of thing and just right here as people are moving about and rilla's kind of (laughs) leaning in um you guys have this whole quick data dump of like what do you have and how useful are you and very quickly uh it kind of, the conversation ends with Mortimer looking saying Giesel I'm glad you you came to uh well bring us you know snacks treats um uh but I think this is this is this is very good I uh, you know uh I I wanted to speak to uh Anastasio last night but he seemed so busy I you know let let him be um and then he got into his cups a little bit and I didn't want to didn't want to make a deal with him then um <laughs> which both, well I actually no Jules and uh uh Rilla were gone by then um mm-hmm. but anybody else in town knows better um and uh this is this is very good um can I uh Actually, yeah, I think he says, can Jules come and uh, come by the store later today and complete our, our inventory of supplies? Of course, if you 
can give me a list, I can go ahead and begin compiling them for you. Which is that you know, above and beyond service that he's like, mm-hmm. oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, Jules, provide the young lady with the list. Um, and then quickly he's like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> and like is trying to find and write again. Um, mm-hmm. Or actually perhaps Madame Robert. Um, and you know, Jules, uh, definitely more on your level ages or closer and stuff like that. And quickly pulls out a paper bit of, uh, I almost said pencil, but probably just chalk. Um, or charcoal, excuse me. And yeah. you know, very rough, quick, like need this, need this, need this, and tears it off and hands it to you. Uh, and, and you know, apologies for my penmanship, and you know, and you get Rilla like grinning and it's it's okay. Even when he tries, his penmanship is terrible. And there's this like, what the <laughs> hang on, I'm trying to uh um but yeah, basically kind of ending the scene uh, mm-hmm. with you having that that list and offloaded the basket of goodies. Okay. Um, which kind of brings us to what's everybody else up to? <laughs> Got everybody talk once. You right? I was... I didn't spend much of the day yesterday around camp, so I'm just going to stick around home for a little bit. Okay, and so you probably won't even show up until, like, closer to that noon one, and, mm-hmm. and then it'll be probably all of you coming in? Yeah, probably. Unless okay. um, and this Catherine wanted to head off. I was trying to give her some time off this morning. Oh, sure, sure. I uh, But I mean, mm-hmm. like, once the big celebration starts up, mm-hmm. you all leave your little camp. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, for 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 you, it's, you know, Theo and Valosia, you know, spending time together doing chores, you know, doing the kind of classic, like prompt the child to help with chores in a game, you know, kind mm-hmm. of things. And yeah. OK, cool. Uh, yeah. Catherine uh, did leave um, and is somewhere in the uh, festival uh, festival get together thing. And she did mention that, you know, well, I'm going to see if I can talk to to, to Mrs. Bauer, um, you know, while while everybody's in high spirits and, you know, enjoying the day. Right. Cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, Isabel or or Cloak, um, is there any specific stuff while people are just milling about? I mean, if you guys um, are just milling about, it's absolutely okay. I'm just giving. I have some stuff. I'm just giving Chris a shot first. Um, yeah, I think Isabel takes her horse and goes essentially for a ride mm-hmm. and like a long, it, the long way home. Okay, sure. Um, back into town, and um, she plans on having her horse today. Sure. Because there's a bridge and you can ride across the bridge and I'm sure people are going to you know, go places and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, but taking this time to explore and see if she can find any of these um, little gods that she keeps discovering. Oh, OK. In the world. Sure. Um, now this is a thing I, uh, I meant to ask you about before, but just never, never got to has, uh, Isabel like tried to chat with, cause 
you have spirit too. Um, mm-hmm. So turning mage side on can see and interact with them. Um, has she tried to actually interact with any of the spirits or has she given them kind of a wide berth? I think it's been very much a wide berth. Um, but, you know, because you know, I, I don't think she's done much like spirit to magic, mm-hmm. but, you know, came out of the awakening with it. Mm-hmm. Did enough in the awakening that know that she knows Gnostically. Is that the right term? Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Seems right. Knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mentally, she she could, but yeah, she's yeah. not. She that understands right. it. Oh, well, yeah. I like to separate the magic from the intelligence, mm-hmm. but like that that gnostic learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. um. So what I want to do is put on uh, Exorcist's eye for a mm-hmm. while. Okay. Little little less uh, affecting intensive. Than. Oh, also yeah. Well, it is different because mm-hmm. because you're. Your magic site for spirit just lets you see manifested stuff. This actually lets you see and uh, see slumbering ones and stuff like that. Because spirit two is the one that basically gives you exorcist eye for free, but it is also willpower draining because if you go longer. Oh right, the attainment. Mm-hmm. I forgot to read that. It's <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mana, but this is yeah, well not yeah. mana because uh, it's just willpower to maintain for longer. Right. Mana is for adding a additional. Uh, no, the attainment requires mana to activate. Oh, that's just for um, for the spirit to attainment. Uh, that is literally just for uh, interacting with them to touch oh, okay. and speak well, with them and stuff like that. So I misunderstood. You were talking about interacting. So mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm with you, but because I'd forgotten about that part. But yeah. Um, okay, so what is the gauntlet strength out here? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, and I totally have that in my notes here. One second. Uh, yeah, this is definitely just um, uh, strength of three. Um, but as well, within the city limits, basically where folks are living, as soon as you get out, it's it's definitely a two. Okay. All right. Uh, I think actually with with spirit side on, you can kind of see like the. Can I understand that to a mm-hmm. certain degree? Right, and 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 notably the um, the river, uh, especially with the bridge there and stuff like that, uh, the fields and the farmlands and stuff like that uh, are also a three. Uh, is heavily cultivated and stuff like that, but this mm. river is this big like two that cuts mm-hmm. between um and almost looks like it's er- well not eroding yeah it's eroding the gauntlet um got that whole river vibe and while uh chris is writing that up uh what did uh cloak have planned so cloak had a few things planned okay so cloak wants to get uh look for opportunities for Sanite Messige to interact with other prominent people in town mm-hmm. to build off of what uh he's been doing before mm-hmm. to make it clear that he's not the sole representative of the group and he's not the only one responsible and also empower them to feel like it's their responsibility and their opportunity that they have agency over it and he also wants to engage Mortimer a bit have a conversation to see what he can adduce about the experiment cool okay 
Uh, all right. Uh, Yantras for instant and duration, I imagine. Or uh, reach, not uh, reach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Um, duration to make it last for the whole day? No. Yeah. Okay. Is it not a duration spell by default? Oh, right. I forgot I got steps. Yep. yep. Okay. I don't need that penalty, though. Cool. You need it for potency, though. No. No? What about the gauntlet strength? It, because no, exorcism... That's only if you're going over the gauntlet. Yeah, you, you oh, spend okay, the reach gotcha. to see... But oh, yeah. to see past it. The gotcha. Right. Sorry, I misunderstood when you talked about... It doesn't have a Engaging the gauntlet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I just thought that, that was your plan. Never mind. Uh, I was seeing how hard she wanted to push herself this morning. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay. Uh, three. So, and what does this look like for her? Well, let's see if I roll the dice better. That's fair. First. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, no problem. There we cool. go. You didn't take um, that as no. You took um, no. I okay. took um, coaxing Leaking spirits. Uh, coaxing spirit. Um, yeah, this is I think um, less full on, um, like mage site and more just um, kind of a tent. Um, a, co- a color tint that she sees with. Um, oh, tint. Like okay, a, I'm with you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like a <laughs> tint. <laughs> yep. Erected. Right. I tried to. Yeah. I my e's and eyes are the same. <laughs> we don't judge. It's cool. I was talking I get like about this with my mother last night actually. Hmm. Um, those pen and pen are the same word, uh, and yes, I will fight people are. about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're raised in the northeast. Then you might pronounce uh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. so yeah, it's um, it's just any anything related to like slumbering spirits or things that are awake or um, I think resonant conditions are included to this. Um, I think this is just manifestation conditions. Mm-hmm. What is it? that's like open and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah. you would notice if something is actually resonant. Right. Uh, right. yeah, because resonance yeah, is one of them. So. I can see the flowchart. Yes, <laughs> the the ash having a panic attack flowchart from two years ago. <laughs> this is terrible. How will I ever do this? And it's it's real easy because we're mages and we just cheat and we say, yeah. you know, you're here on the flowchart. You're now. here now. <laughs> yep. Move this way. Um, yeah. So I think it's um just bursts of brighter color. I was gonna say, is more, it like that more... that kind of impossible color? You know, the the kind of colors that animals see um you know that are yeah outside i think of that's our... probably a, a good good way it's yeah more natural mm-hmm. i think is the like not super natural but super mm-hmm. natural yeah uh preternatural um, i think is the term but yeah I'm, I'm with you sure yeah um cool um and you uh your ride is starting up at uh enright's manor and mm-hmm. uh are you heading in a specific direction or uh because i know i haven't put together a map or anything yeah i don't yet. really have a map in my head um, but like i assume there's because we're down by the the town's down by the river and then i assume it moves into some like foothill kind of things right right if you go away from the river mm-hmm. right and so and right is, is kind of away from the river and up right. towards the mines. right yeah. okay that's i don't know what direction we're putting all those sort of north south ways but that's kind of what i had pictured in my head so yeah uh 
starting off riding a little further up into the mountain and essentially just kind of wasting some time because she doesn't have anything to do this morning and she dedicating a little bit of essentially research sure yeah um so yeah for her it's a lot of spirits of wilderness um Mm -hmm. uh i i've actually talked about it recently i can't remember which discord but like there are some high rank spirits that are physically huge um -hmm. there are others that are you know smaller um and i don't think this uh this spell doesn't identify their rank because that's a that's a different spell uh that's no spirit um but yeah you definitely have uh especially like in my mind you kind of crest the hill and look out towards like the ranch part of Enright's uh territory and there's you know some of these tall lanky you know spirits of grass that are just kind of slow walk ent-esque you know oh yeah the little sway to them yeah absolutely um and you know uh, uh especially starting up there and moving past the mines you know big spirits of rock uh a lot of spirits of silver uh which uh hi we're not playing with the werewolf splat but yeah these things are a little bit odd and uh you know kind of stand out uh and i think especially because oh wait no that's Lunar Gent, that's 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 a that's the acanthus over there. Um, but you know, they they do stand out, uh, I think, if nothing else, just because of spirit's connection to Arcadian mm-hmm. magic and stuff like that. Sure. Um and from up here, um, and looking down towards the town, which, you know, is not a far ways and is quite visible, you can definitely see the the pops of, you know, joy. I almost said joy spread, uh, but yeah, you yeah. Know, these, these spirits uh, that are just drinking in the the revelry. There's a couple, you know, uh, spirits of you know happiness and community. Well, community is probably not one, um, but uh, you know these this you know hey yeah we're having a good time. There's a couple, right? Lots of just you know raw emotion and you know from your angle. The spirits are probably having a, a good time and you're probably spawning new spirits because, uh, you know, there's the opportunity for resonance that isn't always hanging around, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, a good time here means a feast. Right. <laughs> Lots of high emotion. Um, and uh, for me, we're, and like you said, we're being raided. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Vorpal Tales. Hi, guys. Thanks for coming by. Welcome. Um, and uh so as you guys kind of come round well you guys you and your horse uh (laughs) come round the the mine and kind of come down uh, um um i feel like that's when you can see the bridge um which obviously does not have um well yeah it would have a spirit because it's an object uh but it is you know this sleeping moat of a spirit it's not particularly um important yet um but you know very likely will be um and there's definitely the um the spirit of the purgatorio um which is not always necessarily here because the purgatorio is you know you know large but because this is a movie and things happen when we want it to yeah you can Mm -hmm. see the purgatory river which is a small being um that you know from up here you can see mostly because of that splash of color 
mm-hmm. uh, standing out against the the moving, you know, kind of slow water and stuff. Just a deeper blue. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just moving. And if if you didn't have, you know, if you didn't have a magic spell, you wouldn't see them anyways. But right. it's if you didn't have that highlight effectively, it would just blend into the river. And it's just mm-hmm. it has these big vibes of um I imagine just because of her being raised in schooling, she's got some level of education. And mm-hmm. so I I feel like this is definitely one of those, hey, those Greek stories of like Poseidon and river spirits that, you know, she may have learned. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, I get it. Like this thing is totally chill, but I do not want to piss this thing off. And especially, you know, she's been here, you know, the couple months and has heard the stories of the Purgatorio, um, which I realized we never actually went over because we, we talked about why are we making a bridge? The Purgatorio is treacherous. People have talked about it. It looks super placid and is a chill river, but there are times when people cross it and it should be absolutely no problem and just everything goes wrong you know the the wagon starts to flood immediately capsizes pulls the cattle down with it and it's just like this this was a safe crossing this should have been (laughs) just fine and so yeah people are very iffy about crossing it unless they need to so yeah Mm -hmm. that's one of the big reasons behind the bridge cool i like Uh, that yep uh yeah and that's really just just getting some some knowledge and some some background on what's going on around the town and hell yeah uh to make introductions to so i think she keeps her eye on like what seems like might be bigger spirits mm -hmm. well there's there's definitely the the spirit i remember of purgatory bluff itself which is a fairly small one but is sitting in the middle of the town and is just like over yep uh and so we cut over to cloak um as uh, are you headed for Mortimer first, or are you kind of setting up introductions? Well, uh, as you know, the maroons came in and we start milling about, and it looks like people aren't going to be forthcoming, or for, they're not going to be forward mm-hmm. and like trying to make introductions. He's going to try and not force people, but uh, strongly encourage the other maroons to have conversations with people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to matter who it is. Just talk to somebody. Right. Could be a minor you know, could be Dahoma, could be Maria. It doesn't really matter, right? Mm-hmm. Just just get out there. You need to talk to somebody. It can't be just somebody you know. Right. Yeah, and 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 considering this is when people are really showing a lot of their sorry, I have a sneeze. Okay. Um they're showing off a lot of their hobbies and you know, some yeah. the other stuff that they do. Because, you know, Gisela is not the only person to have baked some stuff extra. And so, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's some, you know, couple mothers, you know, who have, you know, fresh bread that they're passing around and sharing, trading stuff um, or, you know, uh, somebody's passing your has out wood carvings, which, you know, wood itself is fairly on the, the you know, scarce side. But there's always scrap stuff to work mm-hmm. from. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been. Thinking about it, I meant to talk to you guys, but I realized pottery probably is actually pretty popular here, especially with the mm. river being probably a good source of clay um, yeah. and stuff like that. So uh, a lot of different stuff like that. So, yeah, you're just kind of prodding the maroons that go find somebody you want to talk with. Um, yeah. Kind of vibe. If, you're, if you're proud of your nappings, <laughs> share that with somebody who might care. Mm-hmm. Show Cloak somebody the rope you braided. His whole 
satchel of sledgehammers out into the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Unleash exactly. the sledgehammers. It's getting bigger. Yeah. Oh, it's getting bigger. Uh, and yeah, and yeah, I, I really like that vibe. And yeah, it's, <laughs> hi, it's 1846 in the U.S., Black people are still slaves. And we're out here not technically in the US, um, but it's territory and yeah. yeah. Uh, and at the time the laws in the territory permit slavery. Right. Um uh, so. and for uh, for some of these folks, uh, you know, similar to Theo, like some of these are, you know, these kind of uh you know, marginalized people that these are the people who came out west because they didn't fit in out on the east coast um and so uh and like for instance uh let me go pull up his name here uh da, 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 barber nope what is his name this is one of the npcs that we haven't touched on um yeah mr gregory right make sure i've got the right guy yeah. Mr. Grigori. Mr. <laughs> Grigori Mitya Medviv. Uh, mm, yes. I can see your vibes. <laughs> huh? <laughs> we all just got triggered. We don't like a Grigori. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, trust me. I, when I, the random name generator gave me Grigori, I said, yes. <laughs> Welcome to. Uh, but yeah, he's a, uh, he's a uh, 55-year-old um, Slovakian Jewish man. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait, hang on. Is that right? Let me make sure. Yeah, okay. Um, and his his daughter is there, and he's got an apprentice who's married to his daughter. Um, but you know, he's a Slovakian uh Jewish man. And so yeah, like these are the people that came out this way because uh oh, we didn't really fit in necessarily other places. Um, so while there's the the very obvious and because humans are dumb, like, oh, you have different skin color than me. There is at least this understanding of, yes, you similar to me are like an outcast and Mm -hmm. we're we're putting something together here um and uh yeah um i I imagine there's a lot of that little you know these little break off conversations and some of them are awesome and some of them are kind of like uh yeah okay whatever yeah shoulder turn kind of stuff yeah but if if nothing else um the it's it's the entire population so you've got you know, the miners who are down here, plus these families, and all of a sudden the the melanin count, you know, has reached not quite a 50-50 balance, but it's w- much, you know, closer in that direction. And mm-hmm. I imagine the Maroons are starting to kind of spread out. And I I don't I, I don't want to assume, but I, I imagine there's a lot of like, hey, where's everybody else at kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh cloak is headed for mortimer or is it gonna yes. be a, okay yeah so is it more surreptitious now this is cloak we're talking about nope. <laughs> um cool uh so you are headed straight for him and uh gisla is still nearby uh, gisla i imagine is probably but yeah actually let's backtrack did gisla um head to the general store to figure out if that if she's got that stuff or is that like a, uh, i can do it later no, she's definitely staying around for the whatever the event is. Sure. I would want to try to um uh Jules uh uh-huh. chat with him some more just like I want to know about the Royal Society. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And see like what they can tell me about what it is they do. Sure. Because 
she is not educated, mm-hmm. but inquisitive. Interest, kind of inquisitive. Word. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which I actually kind of like. Uh, that actually helps. Uh, so yeah, cloak. Like Mortimer is, for lack of a better term, he has his guard down. Um, Excellent. He's uh, you know he's he's surrounded by you know a bunch of these folks who are of course he's the the shiny new thing that people are asking mm-hmm. questions about and talking to him and somebody you know a couple people are you know asking him to say things in English because he's got an accent and, you know <laughs> just, you know uh, as, and because he's got that posh accent mm-hmm. I'm uh-huh. not going to inflict that upon any of you but just you can hear it in your head uh, and so yeah he's you know like Jules and Rilla who usually flank him or like Warner Enright Warner Enright is doing the uh, the Daddy Warbucks thing where he's just mm-hmm. glad handing everybody and you know passing out you know, well probably not silver dollars but uh, mm-hmm. you know passing out stuff and just like oh yeah look at me all, all, all my you know peasants love me mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah, uh, so I think Mortar probably like turns away from the last conversation he's trying to mm-hmm. escape and just finds a face full of cloak <laughs> incoming. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm also okay with just standing right there and he turns and I'm okay. right. just waiting. Yep, exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, and, and Mortimer definitely kind of looks you, well, looks up at you because Mortimer's mm-hmm. a little on the shorter side. Hmm. Cloak does, you know, a head nod and um, polite greeting and says, Monsieur Bethune. Mr. Jean-Paul. Can I help you? Sure, I wanted to talk to you. Uh, and like as conversations are happening around is, um, uh, sure. But- well, hmm, I note that Coming to this place, this actually, would he reference the lower? No, he wouldn't say that. So he would say, um, coming to a place that doesn't seem to have very much virtue. And when I think about it, it does not seem like a prudent choice for a, a man such as you. In what way? There's, I mean, it's a you know, frontier town, but there's no lawlessness here or anything. That's not what I meant. I meant that you seem inclined to more developed or cultured pursuits. We mine. We're trying to deal with a river that sweeps away lives. And it seems like you have some interest in science or study. If I were you, I would not choose this place. So I wonder, what kind of study are you pursuing? Perhaps, what kind of experiment are you interested in? Ooh, okay, we're definitely rolling. Uh, <laughs> if uh, I hear this, I have ears pricked. Oh yeah, because I, I imagine like for for all that they're um, uh, separated. Uh, Jules and Rilla are you know not quite on the apron strings, but they're very following mortimer uh mm-hmm. just because i mean they're 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 two people out of you know this wild frontier town and you know they aren't super comfortable though you know hey we just got snacks from this this nice nice lady so she's all right you know uh but yeah mm-hmm. give me oh boy um uh yeah because in short he's 
not telling you anything about any experiment um Mm -hmm. so we'll see about that (laughs) (laughs) um what are you thinking of rolling here hmm well um cloak's trying to think about how to get him into a context where he can then pressure the information out of him if necessary Mm -hmm. he's not i think this is this is how cloak generally approaches things he goes up and he asks questions when people are reluctant to give the answers, he gets suspicious. And then he tries to evaluate whether or not the person is, it, that suspicion is dangerous, right? Or sorry, not their suspicion is dangerous. Their reluctance mm-hmm. is dangerous. If they're just keeping things close to the chest because they like their secrets, that's one thing. If they're keeping it a secret because they know that somebody might be harmed, then Cloak is just going to force the information out of them, regardless of the consequences. Right. So... He's also happy to, or I'm happy to cast a spell to aid him in this, like mental scan or something like that. I mean, that's all up to you. Um, mm-hmm. I blank Mortimer. <laughs> like, who are we talking about? Because mm-hmm. you asked, and now I actually have his stats. Um, Go right cool. ahead. Um, so yeah, I mean, yes. conversationally, uh, that's mm-hmm. this is going to basically be a manipulation plus either empathy or intimidation. Uh, okay, and then he's going to be resisting. Not- not presence considering I'm asking directly. I, I'm I'm basing this off of the uh interrogation right out of the book. Um okay, and gotcha. I, I think this is uh I, I tend to lean towards presence as a like I'm telling you something and whether or mm. not you're going to believe it, manipulation is the getting something out of somebody. Hmm. Okay, gotcha. I guess we thought about it differently. Presence is like like Likeability can only get you so much, right? Without directly like engaging and right. Now, it, right? yeah, but presence isn't likability. Presence is just force of personality, and manipulation is how skillful you are. An example, right? Right. But no, and, and oh, I'm sorry, Chris. It, if you are, uh, if you are wanting to, uh, and we talked about this before, because uh, about setting up doors, uh, we never yeah, actually right. came around to that. Um, you know, that would be, you know, the presence thing of being buddy and hi i'm a useful and setting yourself up and then them coming forward with it but yeah for me the uh to to quote it out of the book and this is the main reason i was like oh this is exactly it you dig you try to dig secrets out of a reluctant informant which if this does not describe the situation yeah Uh, i see how you're interpreting it and i'm okay with going forward that way right now Mm -hmm. right i think if he were um manifesting his physical and emotional presence and commanding him to to tell him something that's a little different. And that's not what Cloak is doing right now. So right. it makes sense, Drew. Cool. Totally right. on board. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but yeah. Only when necessary. Uh, so manipulation, intimidation. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Uh, minus uh, three. Minus three. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. So we going to roll... This is, he's not going to pull out all the stops because that would make things really bad. But um, let's see, that's six, that's eight, minus three is five. And he'll spend a willpower to make it rote because he has professional training, intimidation. Uh, now, before you actually roll, um, yeah, I, I, I do want to make sure that we're, we're clearing this. By yeah. leaning into intimidation, this is a not necessarily hostile act. 
but it is very mm-hmm. aggressive. Um, so while it oh, may not okay. have yeah. Im- mm-hmm. immediate refer, I'm just making sure we're, we're on the same page that if you lean into that kind of thing, it mm-hmm. has, you know, lasting repercussions, lasting repercussions, lasting consequences. <laughs> that makes complete sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to, to make it not subtle, mm-hmm. but less forceful at first gotcha the alternate so, version that they provide is manipulation plus empathy minus resolve hmm. so i don't yeah. know if that's a little easier for you or no, more palatable um let's see what what would i want to do then uh, hmm. sure i know what okay so it's minus three manipulation Let's see, now two, two, three is five, one, minus one, four. Be one die. It'd be one die with the resolve penalty. Ooh. One die. Yeah, if I invoke this condition. Okay, um, and, sp- and spent willpower. So, cloak is of empathy. So, let me think about, let's see, so I don't drag this out too long. Let's see, mental scan. That's no Did you get a bonus by leaning on some of the things you know about him? Hmm. Like, yeah, that's a good You point. know his obsessions. I do. Or no obsession, but... Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Aspirations. They do not have obsessions. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Or vice and virtue. Is that so uh, you can lean on their vice. System? You can't lean on their virtue. Oh, right, right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I could just force it out of him. If I really wanted to, right, I could just do... um, uh, What's it called? Um, Talking about forcing doors? Forcing, it just force doors and just take the resolve penalty and immediately get what I want with intimidation. But he doesn't want to do that first. So um, then in order to avoid not being too aggressive, this is what he'll do. Um, he'll do manipulation, empathy, and see how that goes, mm-hmm. right? Because if I fail, it's okay, right? right? Just means it's a failure. And I'm also going to want to cast mental scan if that's possible. Sure. Cool, great. All right, so then let me roll this and I will... Uh, resolve this condition. So, I got that plus two empathy condition you gave me before. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That I got from an exceptional success. Uh, no empathy. That's one minus one there. From the manipulation, and then I'll spend a willpower, and then it's minus three dice, right? Correct. Cool. So, oh, actually, this is then going to be two dice. All right, let's roll two. Simple roll with. Wait, what's your manipulation? One. Oh, okay. Remind everybody that cloak is a sledgehammer, not a scalpel. <laughs> That's right. Cloak is. Uh, how do we say? Not subtle. And uh, one, one net modifier. Zero successes. Cool. Okay, and then I'm gonna cast my spell. Okay. All right. So this is an improvised spell. Wait, hang on. Shouldn't practice. you have? Go ahead. You should have because you used the condition for plus two to empathy. Mm-hmm. And then used. Uh, I guess I only rolled one die. Yeah, you should have one more die. Okay, gotcha. I thought I assumed 
I assumed incorrectly based on how it was going to total it up arithmetically on the sheet. Gotcha. So. Ooh. Hey, there you well, go. Well, look at that. Nice. <laughs> Success. Um, so, yeah, leaning in uh, and specifically talking about the experiment um, mm -hmm. and the whole conversation about, you know, why are you here and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, he basically latches on to your question of like, you know, why are you here and mm -hmm. you know, studying stuff here? And while it's not a definite, like he's going to tell you what the experiment is, but yeah, he, he lets on and it's uh, leaning into you, you prodding about, you know, why come to a backwater, you know, for this yeah. kind of stuff. And, you know, he kind of, you know, puffs him, himself up and, you know, mentions, well, there are some things one cannot simply study in a lab. Uh, you know, some things need, you know, your your boots in the dirt, uh, which admittedly, looking down, he actually has some like well-worn boots. Um, oh, okay. You know, That's a good thing. Um, you know, some things have to be done in the field. Um, and the frontier out here has, uh, what's the term he would use? Rife with, you know, things that we've never seen or heard of back in London. This motherfucker's mm. two decades early for a fucking pith helmet. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. It would be good if he had one. But yeah, so he, he kind of leans into that. And, you know, I've, it's not quite enough, but, you know, that's one of those, you know, uh, Hogan, there we go. Cloak uh, gets a clue. Ungan, there we All go. Right. Jeez. I was reading it in my head instead of thinking about it. Uh, the well-worn boots means he's running around in the dirt. Yeah, and uh, so that's the clue you're talking about, right? Well, that and and notably, like you know, it's it's something that's specific to the locale as opposed to cool. you know pouring beakers together, you know, machining something. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Cool. Do do do. Uh, reach for instant and and the uh, writer. Okay, which one was that? The you get the reading surface through surface thoughts. thoughts. Yeah, and then I got to increase potency in case his, um, just in case his composure is um, higher than two. Gotcha. Which let me come over here and check. Where's yep. It might be four. We'll see. I'm going to take a chance and assume it's three. Okay. Uh, he does have three composure. All oh, right, lucky me. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Um, cool. Um, and then the red. All oh, right, yeah. So you get this service thoughts, snippets of ideas, words and phrases before he says them, or in this yeah. case, discards words. Um, cool. That's what I figured you'd interpret it as. Um, and this is something. Well, actually, let me backtrack. Has Cloak used this spell before? Yes. Okay. Um. So I can tell you how it sounds, how it feels to him. Actually, yeah, go ahead and we'll, we'll start there. Cool. So you've seen how his peripheral mage site functions based on how I described it to you. So um, I'll just describe this before we go into, you know, peripheral mage site. But so for mental scan, um, he thinks that because, you know, he was um, trained in a uh, voodoo tradition, right? Uh, he interprets our uh, person's actions as being through the direction of your metet, right? The loa who directs you to find your life's purpose, right? right. Which is effectively just a, your daemon. the daemon. 
Yeah. Um, so in his mind, he's trying to listen in on the whispers that the daemon is providing in order to coax you and guide your thoughts and guide your actions. And so what he's trying to do for, for him when he uses mental scan, he hears those whispers along with like um, a soundtrack of voodoo drumming and like an asone rattling. And, and he's then, hearing the metet of his target? Yes. He's hearing the metet of the target. And so instead of hearing the person's voice, um, I imagine it as though like, you know, that um, that um, um, melodic harmonic sound, I guess those are different things. Um, uh, he's hearing the person's speech overlaid with the voice of the medtet saying what they're really thinking. Okay, I gotcha. Um, cool. And that's what you are used to hearing. Yes, that's right. Exactly. Um, he is spending a willpower to increase mm -hmm. his uh, composure. Um, okay. Yes. Well then, Which, by the way, is a thing not gonna work. anybody Me. can do. That's uh, right. Um, it, buffs, it, it bumps your willpower by two. Um, it's it's yep. one of those things that withstand is one of those very meta things. Uh, mm -hmm. Like yeah. nobody knows that they're getting a spell cast on them. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Uh, okay, sounds good. But notably, I'm gonna roll. It's not gonna work. So right. Um, uh, the, and that's why I was just. Well, actually, it may. Uh, now that I realize it, because if you oh get yeah, exceptional could get success. exceptional success. Yep. yep. We'll see on three dice. Mm -hmm. I believe we get a string of tens. I, I believe. So I believe it's you can do. Thing it. you like reflexively do when you tell a thing is being cast on you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and we talked about it uh, in the last chronicle. Oh. <laughs> I guess some for three threes. Uh, Come no, on. Yeah. I gave you a tree tree right there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this is this is something that, you know, I asked in the last chronicle. You feel a spell being cast on you. Do you do anything? And you can mm -hmm. spend willpower. Technically, anybody can do that. Um, yeah. And they can withstand, you know, uh, and they can. Same thing with. Um, no, not the same thing as Clash of Wills, because that's a major thing with their spells. And Chris, I think you were muted or just being quiet. Uh, but yes, um, just to and, and you know, fair. Yeah, you want you got three threes. All right, I'll give you this. The spell goes off, um, but mm -hmm. you basically hit this wall of I mean, it hasn't really been invented yet, but static um, mm -hmm. that overlays Mortimer's words. And I think for Cloak, it's definitely one of those. Well, that's not how this works. Yeah. Um, kind of things, um, as opposed to like in some cases when a spell goes off and you didn't meet their composure and it just doesn't get through. This is this hmm. there's this added layer here. Ah, uh, okay. Cool. That seems to yeah. Um. So, but yeah, he goes on and talks about you know some you know things have to be done out of the lab and stuff like that. Um, okay. And then very quickly before we um. Take a break. Um, yeah. Over with uh, Ash and Gisela. Mm -hmm. No, Gisela and Jules. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're basically asking about, uh, and and mostly I'm asking this so I can mull it over on the break. But <laughs> what were you asking Jules about? Um, just more information on the Royal Society. What right. it is they do? Mm -hmm. uh, and also, yeah, what what is. What are you doing? What are you doing like, here come, in Purgatory Bluff? Yeah, you've come out here, so yeah. why why are we interesting? All right, so Jules is pretty straightforward on what the Royal Society 
is. Um, and he's very much a like. He's a cheerleader and mm-hmm. um, quickly becomes obvious that he's not actually a member of the Royal Society, um, but it is a collection of the most prestigious minds in all the world. Uh, it's, of course, centered in London. And, of course, most members of the Royal Society are English, obviously. But, um, you know, there are many, uh, you know, French and, uh, you know, uh, I think you probably, you know, foreign uh, uh scientists who are uh part of the royal society benjamin franklin was made an honorary member mm-hmm. of the royal society and we of course all love benjamin franklin simpunk grandpa we miss you <laughs> <laughs> uh as for what he's actually doing here um he he kind of clams up similar to mortimer but in a different fashion in the fact that mm-hmm. um i'm i'm here to help mr bethune um in uh in, in his endeavors, uh, whatever they may be. He doesn't know. <laughs> but yeah, the way he's playing it, it's like it could go either way. But especially he's he's a he's a he's an apprentice. He's you know, almost said understudy. He's, you know, an undergraduate. Um, so, yeah, he's just here to, you know, hold the light. And, you know, or at least that's the what you get from it uh, initially. Okay. Uh, of course, if you want to do any prodding similar to um, Cloak, it'll be uh, manipulation plus empathy or intimidation. Um, yeah, turns out Gisela has good. five in intimidation. Uh, she doesn't. <laughs> um, that would be awesome. Yeah, no, I would be rolling a chance die. <laughs> Not even a solid so, one. Oh, no, no, it would be a one because oh, I'd be okay. at a minus one because I have no points in empathy. Um. Yeah, I'll try it. Manipulation, empathy. Mm -hmm. So just try to see if I can get anything out of it. Yeah, well, bear bear in mind, of Mm -hmm. course, um, similar to Mortimer, uh, there is resolve um, that will factor into it, too. So, yeah. Uh, If you want to throw the chance die at it, absolutely. Uh, A, it gives an opportunity for dramatic failures and or a flat-out dramatic failure, or you could always get a success. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll do that. Sure. How do I just click chance die? I just oh, roll a D10. button for that. Oh, there you go. There's a button for chance. Um, I wonder if it's still going to roll these stats. We'll see. Yeah. No. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, zero successes. But it was a nine, so... So close. Yeah, so close. So close. Um, but yeah, he... He claims up... want to dramatic fail. Yeah, yeah, unless you want a dramatic fits. No, I don't want to bomb all the work I've done here. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, and yeah, so he's yeah, he's he's fairly quiet about things and uh, definitely is giving uh, you based on based on what you've said, um, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't know. Um, uh, but yeah, you, you can definitely tell, especially from his actions uh, that he's. He's an assistant and he's he's helping Mortimer and he's at least close enough to, you know, have the inventory and stuff like that, as opposed to uh, Rilla for. Well, actually, I guess from from your perspective, you have no idea what she does either, um, because and she's just been probably from, noticed that she has the books, right? Um, Jules is carrying the books most most of the time. It was um, 
Isabel and Theo who could see that Rilla at the bar had a was bunch of books and was writing uh, writing stuff. Okay. And Cloak, I think, uh, figured out that she was transcribing uh, notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least, of course, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that conversation with her and use no nature as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, anything further? Or do you guys kind of just, you know, blend into society and conversation? And it sounds, and especially knowing Gisela's plans, probably sticking pretty close to the two of them. You don't need to chit chat with other folks. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty focused on this little trio of strangers and right. trying to figure out what's up. Especially, you know, you have that little serendipity thing that said, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Um, I need to be with them to find out something sure um which uh i think for uh, as as we're getting in closer to you know everything happening this is when you know uh theo and uh Valosia are heading in uh oh yeah which actually does does remind Cloak me does his uh, magic right uh there's the the wave of peripheral you know uh mage sight uh tingling uh on you guys because as i mentioned in chat uh, this is a movie and I'm directing it. And I say, oh, yes, by happenstance, the time, you know, it's like everybody gets that same, you know, peripheral mage type uh, ping as, you know, mental scan uh, goes off, but reveals nothing. Uh, I was going to say, um, Isabel sort of rides into town playing her flute. And oh, hell yes. This sort of like almost like Pied Piper thing as there's <laughs> definitely like kids following her around to, to get her to Oh yeah, because I mean, if nothing else, there's the horse and then there's the right. nice lady Isabel with right. the, yeah, yeah, heck yeah. Um, and uh, we pick up, uh, I think actually after the little conversation with Jules and a little bit time passes that uh, Catherine, uh, Catherine Moody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, meets up with, um, you know, Mrs. Bauer, um and you know has a has a chat uh with her which because that's between npcs you guys don't get to get to know but um you know there's there's a conversation that's had there and doesn't obviously devolve into some kind of shouting match because you guys would be able to spot that but um and then you know noon kind of you know well not noon kind of passes it's like okay sun is overhead shadows have gotten small and warner uh Kind of gets a little bit louder and says, "All right, let go." We're, well, we're all uh, let us all move down to the bridge. Um, and I'm trying to be better about not everybody sounding the same. Um, and Drew, we, hmm? there was one last thing oh. that Cloak wanted to say to Mortimer sure. after the spell didn't go off. Um, at, he was just going to try and um, get some information from him, mm-hmm. and once he determined whether he could or could not. Then he wanted to say something nice on Rilla's behalf and then move away into the crowd. Oh, sure. Yeah, so, yeah. So we don't have to okay. engage just, that directly. Just a mentioning just you know. a little like, yes, positive absolutely. thing. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, heck yeah. Um, so yeah, down at the bridge, um, Warner has some of his, uh, his, yeah, I guess basically his rant chans, which... Um, if this were like a traditional movie Western and he's the evil land Baron, these would be the guys in the black hats that are, you know, got a bunch of guns on. These are the guys <laughs> who work for him, only him. They live mm-hmm. up at, um, uh, barracks similar to, um, the, the miners barracks, but it's a little bit more spacious and actually has like 
small rooms in it instead of a bunch of bunks. Uh, but these are his guys. Um, if we actually have cowboys in this, these are actually them. Um, uh, and they're not, you know, they're not charming, you know, men at the road. Now, these guys are rough. They're gruff. They're probably on the dirtier side, though. Today, they're probably cleaned up because Warner is putting on a, you know, on a show. Um, and mm. so, you know, made them go dunk themselves in the river or something like that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he's actually got a well, but um, uh, they're down there and they've erected uh, just a very rudimentary, but not shoddy, at least looking mm. little arch um, with, you know, uh, the you know Enright bridge and it's got some poles um, and it, it it's looking at it, it's like, OK, this thing will last maybe a year or two um, before like it just gets worn down and falls over. But it's not, you know. Uh, shoddy like you know cardboard the cardboard is not the bridge right correct uh okay. yes the, yes uh, like like the name plates the name plate ah, over. See, yeah and there is this long uh red banner of uh you know kind of cloth or or something or actually probably probably just a, t- a dyed rope now that i think about it um and he doesn't have, you know, big comically large, uh, you know, scissors. No, he's got like sheep shears or something like that. Well, actually, probably, probably not <laughs> more big like knife. Yeah, big knife. It's <laughs> like, wait, this, this probably wouldn't be much better anyways. Um, ceremonial saber. Right. Um, and Sorry, Ash. You were saying it, something. We probably have a ribbon. It could be a ribbon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was thinking what would be the least wasteful. But yeah, that's true. It's. Warner and Rain. He's got to- enough money that he can be a little wasteful on this. And yeah, the general store can get you ribbons. <laughs> That's true. Um, and uh, you know, every, everybody crowds around and, and he gives a, a big speech, which I'm not going to go into because at the end of the day, it's boring. Uh, but primarily touching on notes of solidarity with the farmers of Purgatory Bluff, which is the first time he's actually said it that way. Previously, mm-hmm. they've been our friends across the river or the farmers or anything, but now it's the farmers of Purgatory Bluff. And th- there's a mm-hmm. mental calculus for most everybody of the town limits just kind of stretch out across the river a little bit here. Um, but at, at the moment, you know, uh, who cares about that? Um, and the farmers all know they all have deeds to their land. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a threat to them, but it's like, okay, we're being brought into the town. Oh, okay, this is kind of nice. All right, yeah. The town's getting bigger. And, you know, for for Anastasio and his brothers, they're like, oh, yes, we're more, we're in here, you know. Um, and there's other, you know, family who, you know, uh, other families that live over there that have family over here. Some of the miners probably, you know, have mm-hmm. siblings and or parents and stuff like that who are miners, or excuse me, that are farmers. Um, of course, there's the big, uh cutting of the ribbon and um you know and now it's open uh kind of thing and you know applause and stuff like that and things kind of die down and like everyone's kind of looking at water and you can see water is is, is looking it's like he's he's forgotten something he's uh and <laughs> madame robert ahem, ahem, Oh, yes. Uh, now, uh, you know, we have and and basically sending everybody right back up the fucking hill. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, it's it's a short walk and everybody's used to walking anyways. Um, but uh, meanwhile, I think probably Isabel is, you know, probably leading folks across the bridge. And yeah, it's just like, OK, yeah, now this is when things are going to really kick off. And there are people on the other side of the bridge that, you know, 
is are visible and you know, Isabel can go find and kind of lead back across the bridge. It might be something that was actually arranged ahead of time. Sure. Uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, now we could, you know, you know, and I think Warner and right, you know, says something now, let the festivities begin. And, you know, Madame Robert starts giving orders about like, you know, bring out barrels and, and, you know, mugs and stuff like that. And yeah, okay. It's day drinking at like two, 2 PM, but why not? Cause the sun's going to set at like seven anyways. And, you know, uh, but yeah, things start to hit a more lively uh, kind of attitude. Uh, but notably for our four mages who care about other things, um, Jules and Mortimer and Rilla are getting stuff together um, and they, they draw away from the, you know, festivities. And it's very obvious that it's like, ah, nobody's paying attention to us anymore. Uh, though, of course, you four might um, and are uh, getting up on horses um, that were brought down at some point. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, I guess because uh, Giesel is probably staying pretty close, you get the uh, you know, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Right. Uh, from from Jules and Rilla. And, oh, yeah, yeah we, we need to go do some. Uh, I think Jules would probably give you as much as we we need to do some preliminary surveys of of, and then kind of like looks over at Rilla and goes, oh yeah, uh, of things, um, and you know, uh, and I think Rilla tries to hand you back the empty basket now, um, and yeah, I'll you know, take it when it's empty. Yeah, and I, I'm sure they've also probably not eaten them all themselves. They've offloaded them to uh, making new friends in town, kind of thing. But yeah, so they definitely seem to be like off on their own now or trying to be. Mm-hmm. Why are they being so cagey? I mean, they're not necessarily being cagey. Like, they're not sneaking away so much yeah. as, like, people are paying less attention to us. Okay, we can go do this work now. But it is a question. Folks think they're up to something. Everybody should think they're up to something. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to decide how I want to cast this spell. Okay. It's uh, Oaths Fulfilled. Oh. It's very good. It lets me know when they do something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to decide which... Which way to reach to you know where they are. Mm -hmm. I reach to know where they are. I reach to let you see them when it happens. Yeah, that's good. I reach to let you see something if it is a mage site. But I don't have that much reach, so... Oh, not that much free reach. I I mean, yeah. Come on now. You have eight paradox. you have eight wisdom for dealing not, with paradox. We're not gonna go no. back to this fucking yeah. dance card paradox. <laughs> Chris, thing, are we? Chris went over Holy this so shit. much. <laughs> no way. Or in the rookery. He's yeah. like, come on, y'all. <laughs> it's not that scary. I had to do that with the one shot folks on, the other day. I was like, yeah. oh no, somebody well, overreached. The they overreached the book by makes one. Makes it sound so scary, like in the fiction, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it is, but only like if you're doing it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> if you have five paradoxes in a, in a scene. If you got then... three different paradox conditions already on you. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah, maybe maybe dial it back. Yeah, it's not it's not a death spiral unless you hammer into it. Oh yeah, I guess we do need to keep in that keep in mind that uh eight wisdom for if we do. Mm-hmm. Yep, sense. trivial passing trivial things. Yeah, which so far like cloak has bordered on that in a couple spots. Uh, mm-hmm. But I was like, eh, there's technically no way you would know somebody's nature right. um, yep. or in the case of coaxing the spirits. It's like, oh, no, that was putting on a 
performance beyond what mm -hmm. you know, could do normally. Okay, but yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of... I mean, in my head, it's like when they're at... I assume they're going to the hill. I'm just trying to think of what I want the events to be that will trigger it to let me know when they've done it. Okay, and you can um, get a little bit fluffy um in terms of uh the the terms and, and, and vague so long as it's not you know overly vague uh but of course you will get a uh brief vision so of course if you're too vague it's like oh yeah they get to the experiment site okay okay they're at yeah that's that. not what i want i want to see when they're doing something there advanced their um, goals maybe something like or have that. like when they do their the preparations he's talking about mm -hmm. yeah okay um, How about when they've achieved the penultimate step? That maybe, could be far but, in the future. Right. Yeah, I want to know like, what they're going to do right now. All right. Um, I'm only going to go for the two reaches for the vision and the mage site. Okay, um, don't, don't care about tracking them because you have... I'm pretty sure I know where they're going. going. Um, so if I do an instant with those two reach, and I'm only casting it on... Jules. Okay. It's a duration spell, so that's... It gets two steps in duration. Automatically. Right, which is only a couple turns, so you have advanced duration, so it'll last for the day. Mm -hmm. um, and, I mean, easily, you you know, pull a cloak and just kind of touch them on the shoulder. To, yeah, that's like, what I was going to do, like, while I'm, like, sending them off to sort of touch him in some way. Yeah, so just four reach. So I need four, I have two. Um, it doesn't have a withstand, does it? Mm -mm. Nope. Yeah, a lot of the one dot stuff, just because it's observational, it's hard to withstand if it if it even comes up. Yeah, I don't think I have any yantras for this. Um, the easiest ones. Uh, ooh. Because I'm not, like, pulling out a tool or anything. Right. Hmm. Yeah, you might just have to do it with just Fate and Gnosis. I'll use the willpower. I only have two more. <laughs> um. And this, and, and a reminder, Vice is there. Uh, mm -hmm. Yep. I'm just going to get really sad. <laughs> the evening moping. More depressed than pessimistic, but yeah. Okay, so that is a nice pool of six mm -hmm. with a two overreach. Mm -hmm. I can Are spend you... mana though, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll spend two because mm -hmm. I'm not spending it for anything else right now. Okay. So that gives me uh, one chance die. Yay! You get a willpower back. Yay. Zero. Oh no! Uh -huh. Oh well. Disappointing. Damn it. Dramatic failure. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Chris, just because yeah. you want all the XP. Dramatic <laughs> failure. Gotta get them XPs. Hey, I also want that juicy drama. That's true. Yeah, come on now. I We're mean, yeah, because that's the only way I'm going to get something out of this, right? <laughs> yeah. I can't get a positive thing. I can't get a thing. Right. It's up to you. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. We'll take a dramatic failure. All right. Zip. Uh, so yes, the uh, the spell does not happen the way you wanted it to, um, and uh, notably, you gain a condition based on the intended outcome of the spell. 
Oh boy. Um, Spying. Yeah, and O's fulfilled. Uh, let me reread that fluff to that. Um, whether or not they fulfill argument, uh, terms of agreement, when a certain fate befalls them. Um. Hmm. Um. I feel like this might be something where you have to. I might actually. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll you know player agency and stuff. In my head, I think rather than spying on them and knowing what they're up to are you up to having gisela kind of blurt out that she's trying to spy on them or you know, we we can couch it however but like this sudden moment as they're going away and just kind of total social gaff like letting on that you know you are trying to figure out what they're up to Otherwise, we can give a kind of different condition and stuff like that. Uh, I could definitely do the just sort of blurt out. Uh, sort of like what's what's on the hill. Sure. Mention that I've I've been there and oh. I didn't see anything. OK, I like that. Yes, yeah. that's, that's very good. That's very good. Yeah, go ahead. We can mark that off uh, for a little tracker. If anybody is uh, wondering at home, what do we do for XP? We do that. Off screen because it's boring. Uh, yes. So yeah, you like as they're like leaving and stuff like that and walking away and you've like patted Jules on the shoulder and then like, what's up on the hill? I didn't see anything when I was up there. I, I've, you know, kind yeah. of kind of comment and Jules kind of turns and looks over at you and Rilla turns and they're like. Look back towards the horses where Mortimer is getting ready. It's a lot of him touching horses and not like actually getting his hands dirty, uh, but kind of looks and says, well, Jules, I think says, what, what do you, what do you, what do you mean you were on the hill? The one Mortimer is interested in? You, 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 you went up to the hill? Yeah. Nope. Now, why would There's you... There's not a lot... Not a lot happens here. Uh, if there's something interesting out there, I wanted to know what it is. Okay, we're going to roll to see basically how they take this. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and roll this as, uh, I think, a socialize. Uh, probably presence plus socialize. And what real bad at those. <laughs> Sorry. Um, if, if you want to give me something else, maybe expression, but basically this is the uh this is the uh weird, creepy stalker, or also like a bit of a not necessarily science nerd, but a fellow inquisitive kind of like they're trying to figure out. Yeah, I mean I'm basically laying it out that I'm less into them mm -hmm. and you want to know what they're up to yeah i want to know what has interested you well i guess you know um if, if you lean into the kind of like like i said nerdy 
yeah. side of things. I, I we could do that with like intellect um, and socialize sure. or expression, and just kind uh, of. I know they're not yeah. your strong suits, but yeah, social skills are not my thing. Got lots of points in investigation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, if you want to do it that way. To lean on uh, your informed condition, not necessarily spending it, but like mm-hmm. you know that place. I, I'm okay with yeah. that. Um, and basically, um, I guess this would be let's do presence plus investigation as you kind of data dump mm-hmm. uh, and go, no, like I was up there and there's like this stuff and this stuff and there's no, you know, and they're all your uneducated observations, but like I've been up there kind yeah. of. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. have two little power i will spend one <laughs> two, two successes six. cool so yeah they both go from oh we get one presence okay <laughs> um yeah uh, social skills are not my thing <laughs> right uh but no they go from like what are you doing to like intrigued and it's definitely a like Oh, look at her trying to like be a scientist, but it's not uh, especially coming from like Rilla and Jules, who are the Jules, especially who's trying to be the scientist. Uh, It's like, oh, okay, And like tilts and and. um, I think Jules like they're they're both disarmed from the like, whoa, this is creepy and invasive to. Oh, okay, we we see what you're doing. You're you're a nerd like that. But yeah, Jules is like. No, it's not. It's not the the hill that matters. It's where the hill is. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a. It, we're, we're setting up. And kind of looks over at Rilla, and Rilla kind of gives him a shrug and goes, "We're setting up telescopes." To look at the stars. That's that's usually what you use telescopes for. Yeah, the stars and the planets. I know. <laughs> well, no, it's more where you're looking at something up there or something out on the horizon. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Considering the 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 cluing in earlier, yeah, I'll, I'll go so far as to say, um, you know, Jules makes an offer like, no point in you coming up now because we're just gonna get things set up. But yeah, when when we start making some measurements and, and recordings, um, you know, you 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 are welcome to join us. I would love that. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. Um, and then kind of points at the the paper that's you know probably been folded up in in yeah. put put in a dress that has pockets because back in 1846 dresses actually had pockets. Uh, you had under pockets. under pockets, yeah. yeah. Um, and says, um, but yeah, I will get your supplies. Awesome. Uh, well, yeah, awesome. Yeah, that that sounds fabulous. Um, uh, we will. Uh, well, we'll speak later. Um, and you know they. Finally, like they've been trying to get over to the horses, but it's like, oh, hang on. We have to address this. Get to the horses. There's some talk with Mortimer. You definitely see Mortimer kind of look over at you as they kind of ride up towards. And yeah, uh, they definitely like they're the horses definitely have some like saddlebags that have stuff on them. Not necessarily like traveling supplies, but probably especially considering what he's just said, probably telescopic gear, you know, stuff like that. Uh, yes. Um, so uh, 
we cut over to, uh, not cut over to, uh, but as you're kind of finishing your conversation, uh, we cut to your mother, Antonia, coming over and, you know, stepping aside you and kind of looking as the three of them right off and said, those three are very interesting. So how do you know Theodosia? Like, are, are you two friends? No, I mean, I, I know her. She works at the tavern. And she uh, she lives, and I'll say, like, wherever campus. Like, I yeah. I know you. Right. We're not, like, friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, her, her friend Catherine came and uh, talked to me. And, well, Theodosia came asking for you yesterday, and you weren't feeling well. So I told her that you were unavailable. White lie, but it's there. Um, and uh, and now Catherine has has uh, um, well asked that uh, you come join Catherine and, and Theodosia for for tea. Uh, uh, Craig, I'm going to throw it this evening. But okay. uh, I I didn't realize that you all were sociable. I mean, we haven't been, but I'm not opposed to it. Okay. I'll well, go meet them. Okay. Yeah. So I'm curious I, to know why she's asking for me. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, I am too. Um, and she's a um, mom voice. She's an interesting young lady. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And if you go, you want to chat with her more, but you know. Passing on that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, fine. And sure, and, and again, sure. right. And it's one but of those, yeah. you know, Gisela is her own woman and she can do what she wants. So yeah, you know, pass on this message from Catherine, uh, mm-hmm. from Theo. <laughs> uh, so we shift gears uh, over to anybody, anybody, Bueller. What's Theo up to? Um, That's true. I was uh, going to take another poke at... Um, <laughs> Go poke the sledge. Oh, we have the spell ready. What do we cast it? <clears throat> so marks. So marks. Yeah. Okay. So the reaches for uh, instant and cast and uh, sensory. Um, okay. Cool. Um, and what so yantra are you using? Um, I'm going to be using a little small mirror, like I'm sort of touching up my hair. But you know, using that to look back. Okay, cool. Um, so I think that's three dice. Uh, that, my brain is not firing. So if anyone, yes, wants to check <laughs> three dice. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, three dice. <laughs> oh, I did that already. Did you try to open the template again? Hey, no. there's Got that success. one success. Um, what was your total potency? Four potency. Does not go through. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. She'll just log that away. The spell goes off, though, Mm -hmm. of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, again, and like all of you, I think, are starting to get to that point. Would somebody stop that? Because, like, ever since yesterday. I'm just like, well, they're gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They've they've ridden off a little bit. And here's this this death thing. Again. And. This is the first time that someone has cast a spell that Cloak has been able to perceive. 
Is this the first time your peripheral mage side has gone off? Yeah. Yes, okay. because he wasn't present when everyone else was casting spells, and the soul mm-hmm. marks didn't go off the the last time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, which uh, remind everybody at home, what is your peripheral mage site? So, Cloak's peripheral mage site um, is a combination of things, which is what I thought about. Hey, how to replicate the experience he had when he was locked in the room, and, you know, going through pandemonium and stuff like that, and wrap them in his uh, experiences with Voodoo. So, uh, his peripheral mage site is like a progression of sensation. So, the first thing he hear, he feels is a gradual tightening of chains around his body. And then he hears them clink and grind against each other. And he hears an increasing percussive beat in the background. As though he is being grasped and pinioned within the perception of magic. Don't like it. <laughs> cool. So yeah, like it's it, for him, it's always um, he feels defensive when he notices magic because mm-hmm. of that, right? right? Like the combination of sensations and then it feeling like something is trying to grasp him and prevent him from doing things. Absolutely. Uh, so actually to kind of set the scene here, Theodosia is casting with sentry range. So she could be anywhere basically in the majority of town. What, what, what kind of layout definitely are you thinking? Out, like out of sight if she's going to be doing this kind of stuff. Makes sense to me. To not draw attention to herself. And then I also experience your immediate nimbus, right? Um, if you have mage side up. Right. Oh, that's right. Then mm-hmm. a signature? Oh, I would experience maybe not. Okay. Just yeah, you would see the signature nimbus if you open your uh mage site, but yeah, the ability. Go ahead, Chris. Because the spell doesn't function. The, the... It would still be there. It would just have no effect. Okay. Right. All right. I was, all right. I could see a you know effect being kind of a table up to the table sort of thing. Of like, oh, gotcha. That makes sense. If it doesn't, yeah. If it doesn't actually go through, it doesn't. Yeah. Leave a mark, but I like, oh, I like actually, that's true because the withstand reduces it down to a potency of zero, so the spell right. went off. But yeah, it had no effect on the subject, so it leaves no right. nimbus on the subject. Mm, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah. Cool yeah. idea like that. Yeah, if you if you had done multiple targets, it would be right. Yeah, individual. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, the only thing I experience is that hey, something something was cast. Yep. Yeah, and you know, poor poor Giza goes deaf again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Cloak is looking around now, feeling wary. Sure. Uh just for the heck of it. Give me a presence plus no, not presence. Uh, resolve plus composure. All right, <laughs> this is his favorite thing to roll because of meditative mind. All uh, for, right. Now, does that apply for uh, perceiving things and noticing things? Oh, you mean a perception roll? So wits mm-hmm. plus composure. Wits plus composure. That's the one. Oh, Thank okay, you. cool. All right, never mind. I was about to roll eleven dice. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> meditative mind is very meditative mind plus meditating gives you very very good composure it's good. plus resolve yeah yeah you don't get to roll those that often right mm-hmm. but um but it's real well, cool when you get to major i mean when don't. you're meditating yeah that's right yeah <laughs> to other people for breaking points but um when you're meditating yep. to the astral realms it's quite useful mm. all right um okay no bonus 
Yeah. Two successes. All right. Nice. Um, so, um, Theo, how sneaky are you being? Is this just a you're stepped away or you are like actually trying to be sneaky? I'm actually trying to not be seen. All right. But I want to, but I would have one of sight to. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, and that's the whole reason that, you know, Cloak can even, you know, make a roll. So in that case, yeah, I need yeah. this opposed. Uh, so this will be a opposed roll uh, with, um, uh, some form of uh, of the, 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 the stealth uh, and um, like subterfuge. Subterfuge. Like Theo's probably got a bonus here. Maybe. Uh, that is, yeah, one thing I'm looking at here real quick. Uh, so yes, subterfuge if you're kind of trying to like blend in stealth if you're like physically hiding in, you know, uh, out of the way. Uh, I'm just trying to be inconspicuous. I don't want to look like I'm like right. lurking in the shadows, right? <laughs> yeah, so definitely more subterfuge. Looking. Ah. <laughs> so, uh, how's composure subterfuge? Does that work? Or? Um. Hmm. That's what you use to conceal intentions. Yeah. And your emotions. So. Yeah, and I think in this case, you're basically trying to conceal the the stare down and the attention. Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Composure plus uh, plus subterfuge. I like it. Uh, and it's yeah, a, it's a combo I like a lot too. So considering the crowd and the number of people who are probably looking at cloak, you know, askance. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be plus two. I think. I think that seems sure. fair gonna be something hard for okay Ooh. um uh so I, i'm gonna leave this up to you guys to to resolve um we can roll off or if one of you wants to yield to the other i'm cool with it what would you like um i think Theo would yield so yeah so you know cloak is you know feels this tingle and it's like what is that and there's people looking at you and but you know locking eyes with but and the moment you lock eye you see that she looks immediately away like <laughs> you like catch her yeah <laughs> she was looking at you is she around anyone else is Catherine there or is it just her um she's often like off to the side she's not out of the crowd necessarily but she's definitely orbiting it but no one okay. else is near her at the time all right then Coco walked directly to her. <laughs> she's there. Comes to the chairman. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he will bow politely and say, Good afternoon. Or we say, Bonjour, madame. Bonjour. And uh, give a bit of a curtsy. I can't help but. Or no, he would be straight out. Um, I felt a sensation. You know what kind. And then I saw your eyes. Are you responsible? Like if just just a slight little tweak and that's 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 super flirty, right? Everybody else is speaking that up too. Okay. Felt a sensation when I saw you. I've got the Teen Titans song stuck in my head now. I don't exactly know how to answer that, but I've been feeling odd things for a while around here. So he's going to say something, and it might sound like there's meta-knowledge, but this is how he thinks of stuff, right? Um, I've said this to people before. If you want to see my soul, you have to be prepared for what you get to see. 
Is that an offer? It is. I know your mind. And I am inclined to reciprocate. Again, so, super flirty, but not. Yeah, I was going to say, how many gossipy women have overheard this? Yeah, no, I, I, I imagine, I imagine, especially like once they started to have that talk, that there's this definite draw away and low, intense whispers. Like mm. people are probably noticing them talking, but hearing the conversation, I don't think so. No, okay. It also but it is Spanish definitely your preference. You will allow me to confirm with you. I will. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Without the resist. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's true. Probably. Um, uh, but yeah, Craig, I am a-okay considering the situation has changed. If you just want to go ahead and roll the uh, the three dice again. Uh, oh, actually, let's Wouldn't change. have to be three. I won't need for potency. No withstand. So. so you can roll seven. Uh, well, if you want to spend willpower. Right. I was going to say seven oh, with oh, the willpower. Four without the, yeah, four yep. without the willpower. Oh yeah, nice. way to so, go. So you've got uh, two questions. <laughs> right. So I'll, I'll give you the gimme, uh, which is, yes, Cloak is awakened. Uh, but what's the second question you may want to ask? There's not a lot here, if I remember correctly, but there's some good ones. Um... I don't know. Okay. Um, any persistent conditions? Hmm. Yeah, I don't believe there'd be any. Okay. Kind of looking for, for Ralph to confirm, but yeah. Yeah, no, there was something I was thinking of beforehand, but I ended up not proposing it to you, so. Not sure. Yeah, having eaten consumed souls, not suffering from paradox, hasn't had the soul tampered with, not a soul stone. I, I don't know if you would ask know to ask about a soul stone that's right um and i don't know that she wants to know if he's consumed a soul or something <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also fair uh mm. yeah but yeah definitely cast that spell and you know again cloak has that you know tightening feel gisela goes seriously <laughs> stop <laughs> it <laughs> i have a suggestion like a narrative thing that might be helpful here fire away well helpful how <laughs> uh, yeah so so just if if there's something that craig would want to find out about someone so i don't know if this is a way that soul marks would work but one way i've thought of it is that you can evaluate the influence of your experience with awakened magic on your own soul right because you considering that a legacy is imprinted there i imagine that cloak's soul is more vibrant and strengthened now and it also bears the scars from barbed chains that are constantly wrapping and squeezing it. You can kind of give that Mastigos vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's up to you if you mm -hmm. want that to be a part. That was just something I've thought about before with the spell. So, yeah. I, yeah. I think that's a, a cool thing, uh, especially like if nothing else, how, uh, how Theo sees it, but knowing that yeah. you're of a different path. Mm hmm. Cool. Yeah, it's up to. Craig, if he wants mm -hmm. it. So he was quiet for a moment. Just kind of looking at at you, and then I felt uh, things from time to time, but I've never we have a lot more in common than I first thought. 
We have as much in common as I thought. You worked your will on me yesterday? I did. And I'm one of the newcomers, right? Yes. There's more of us here. I know. I know how I'm still learning, but I'm, I know some of the things that I can do that can be pretty scary. I assume that's the same with you. Well, fear is just a limitation. So you Says the best egos. <laughs> so you've been very direct with me, so let me be direct with you. Are you an enemy or a potential ally? These are the things that are important to me in life. The protection of those I care about. Opportunities to help others transcend their limits. And the safety of my mind and soul, according to the dictates of my Met-Tet. I could be a friend to you. I could also be an incredibly frightening and dangerous enemy. But I don't suspect that you want the latter. I think that you want and need the former. And I want and need the former from you. It seems we are of like mind in that way. Now she's seen at least two other um, signature nimbus. Signature, signature, not signature, but yeah, signature mm-hmm. nimbuses, right? Mm-hmm. So she'll say there's at least two others like us here. Oh, who other than Isabel? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to roll wits and composure to to not just be shocked. So that just sort of washes over Theo, but it definitely, like, there's a hasty scribbling in the mental notebook. Uh, Peace lab. Gossip, you bitches. Yeah. Um, Would this be an appropriate time for me to say that Isabel worked her way over to uh, talk to Mortimer and them before they were leaving. Sure, yeah. Uh, especially considering you're on the horse, like dismounting off of yeah. Uh, or so just we'll, sort of yeah, making we'll, our way through. We'll hold that there for a second. Is there any last little like? Because I imagine you guys probably talk a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. but is there any like prominent like comments that you guys want to trade between each other? Yeah, just I have something a little bit of history, like um, do you would. It's been some time since I came into this, and I've never met another one like me. Hmm. But suddenly here in Purgatory Bluff, there's four of us. Haven't you questioned how 30 maroons could suddenly appear in Colorado? I I brought them here. I didn't want to cry. <laughs> you, she did ask, though, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, yep. fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, um, go ahead. The truth is, Vodou brought them here. And I mean that with a capital V. Magic. Whatever word you use in your tradition to refer to the ability to work your will on that which is to make it that which you want it to be. 
allow me to offer you an invitation. Perfect. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> and we fade because we all know where cool. that conversation is going. Yeah. Uh, Excellent. And so, yeah, Chris, I think as... You know, Isabel perhaps is dismounting off of the horse and like having letting it have a break or something. Mm-hmm. And it's where they are having the horses. So you watch as Gisela is having his conversation with Jules and uh, Rilla and Mortimer's over here getting his horse ready and packed up. I think that's when you kind of arrive. I was just saying, I, I, yeah, I ride up with the intention of just like, like, tying up the horse and getting him some water and stuff like that in a second and it, we'll say it's dramatically appropriate seconds after <laughs> Gisela has finished blurting this out and whatnot. right um and i am trying to manipulate yeah. uh jewels with my yeah. feminine wiles sure. yeah <laughs> um, i'm here for it and um it's Poor it's kid. very much along the lines of well, I do hope you'll be back soon. I had so many more stories to tell at the tavern and whatnot. <laughs> more, sure. more music to play and stories to be told and, and all that kind of things. And, um, and you, know. you were specifically manipulating with what goal in mind? Um, to fluster him mm-hmm. so that I can find out what they're doing. Okay, so again... Digging into some of that information. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. So uh, manipulation plus empathy is kind of our default. But if you're kind of leaning into um, the, uh, uh, as you said, feminine wiles, uh, we could swing a different skill or. I figured socialize or subterfuge. I think subterfuge probably. Well, yeah. Either one. Yeah. Uh, which is the same role for me. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's so, kind of like representing that there's like multiple things happening and mm-hmm. like, the, what the pressure point is sure of what you think the crucial part of that is so mm-hmm. um yeah subterfuge is good okay um so manipulation subterfuge any uh, bonus penalties? and this is yeah this is going to be uh his resolve which is only two okay so a minus two uh-huh. uh which is actually minus one because i got that fast talking uh-huh. yeah Three successes. Uh, oh, you spent willpower? No. What's I, the... I don't oh, yeah. know. I clicked a sheet roll and then typed it in. Oh, ah. gotcha. Minus one. Minus one, yeah. <gasps> I fucked it up. Wow, six, hmm. five, one, These six, guys two. are so good at their secrets. Hmm. They yeah, are. The 10 is your second roll the first time. <laughs> but I, I appreciate you playing fair. Uh, are yeah, you taking good. that as a dramatic failure or just gonna, like, whoops? And I am, I, I should know, and I hope it's been obvious, I'm trying to be a little bit better with the whole failing forward uh, kind mm-hmm. of stuff, so, yeah. Um... No, I don't think I'll take it here. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you definitely don't get uh, any additional information, uh, but he does kind of let drop that, oh, yeah, no, you'll see us tonight. Uh, You know, we'll be be back down. Um, I think, yeah, after our preparations are done and, you know, Mortimer gets the... The you know the the good British humph you know of, mm-hmm. hey what no shush <laughs> and you mm-hmm. know uh, but yeah Jules is like oh yeah no I, you know more more stories would be good uh, especially you know uh, 
the ones where you were singing uh, and not just telling me what happened in town. Mm-hmm. Very well. Um, cool. And then oh, they like yeah, I should have given promptly you, leave yep. like right after that. Um, un- yeah, unless you guys are chatting a little bit more, but yeah, their goal is to get up there while the sun is still up. Cool. And then I think at that point, when she gets to like hop off the horse, mm-hmm. uh, she like notices that Gisela is standing there. Yeah. Well, yeah, because probably saw her. Yeah, Gisela at, at the moment it's Gisela and her mother uh, chatting right. about Catherine's invitation. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um. Bauer ladies. Isabel? How are you enjoying the festivities today? It's nice to have a day off. Agreed. Yeah. Eh, for yeah. now. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, Mrs. Bauer is, you know, oh, yeah, well, having everybody here means keeping track of the, the children is so much easier because there's just so many other eyes on them. Yeah, I think they were part of my crowd earlier. I did see that. Yes. Thank you for that, by the way. They they will probably be humming and, and, and whistling that for all week. <laughs> Baby shark. <laughs> Baby shark. Perhaps it will help them learn their Spanish. That's true. A good proper language to know here in town. It is. I, I'm, I'm working. Uh, you know, I think we, we are all working to learn one another's languages. Mm-hmm. Not German, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Not just for one family. Nope. Hell no. Um, I saw you conversing with the newcomers uh, as I rode up. And mm-hmm. Im- immediately, Mother is like, like big heavy eye rolls and it's you know the 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 young ladies are uh, enamored a in her mind either newcomers or that jewels uh and so she's like okay well and like she's like i don't i don't care i got other shit to do mostly that way you guys can have a nice Mm -hmm. quiet conversation i see you're interested in them I'm interested in what they're doing. Hmm. So, I've been invited to go see. Hmm. I don't know if Mortimer knows I have been invited. (laughs) So, Something with telescopes. Hmm. Very well. I've been trying to, um, well, spent most of last night trying to figure out what they were up to and how it might be profitable for me. (laughs) So um, I will say this. Mm -hmm. If and when you discover what they're doing, why they're here, etc., etc., um, come have a drink on the house. <laughs> sure. Uh, which a quick, this is mostly a little meta reminder, but do you happen to mention that Jules was particularly intrigued uh, with the Bauer family because they'd been here longer? 
Yeah, I, I think because I mean we don't say every word in a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. In in this game usually. So, um, but yeah, mentioning, you know, oh, you know, it's kind of us putting together like oh telescopes, and they mentioned something about being interested in those that have known the town for longer. Okay. Anyways, I'll so. see what I can find out. Jules well. doesn't appear to know a whole lot. No, the boy is incredibly handsome and perhaps not the brightest of the three. <laughs> so, perhaps use that to your advantage. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> saunter away. <laughs> Business ladies getting paid. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Then, yeah. It's finding one of Inright's guys and be like, hey, I'll buy you a drink if you take my horse back up with you tonight. Sure. Yeah. And I, I'm sure, especially, you know, the, the you know, stable hand side mm-hmm. of his, his crew, you're probably with fairly... the coach and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't, I don't feel like it's a big favor to ask. Mm, no, all, and, so. and uh, I mean, again, it's the the it's the flirty barmaid. Like, yeah, <laughs> and all I have to do is walk her awesome horse up back to where I was already going. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Right. Cool. Um, so then, uh, with um, uh, Theo and uh, Cloak having kind of arranged for a you know meeting tonight. Gisela mm-hmm. saying, oh, yeah, I guess I'll go see about having tea tonight. Yes. Can I just add one more thing? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, I would let Cloak know that I've invited Gisela for tea and he should come too. And maybe try and find a way to bring Isabel. Sounds good. And Cloak, Cloak would say, "Um, that is a good idea. And then perhaps at some point we can all four go to the mine together. And this got creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, come to the lines. Uh, yeah, yeah no. Everyone is mind. Uh, now that said, um, in my head, and and just to Isabel's clarify, working very hard for the rest of the day. So good luck with that, <laughs> right? Because that's what I was going to bring up. Because like the tavern itself will probably not get like busy until like the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, that's when people will start to actually come inside and, you know, it will no longer be Warner, you know, having drinks coming out of these barrels. And, it you know, and so and in my mind, tea uh, was probably going to be closer towards like supper time. Yeah, uh, I was, you know, I was thinking mid after mid afternoon. Yeah. OK, yeah. right. So it might be something that Isabel because, yeah, I, I was thinking about that, too. It's like Isabel ain't going to give up all that coin. No, she got to she got to get paid. But. A little bit earlier in the afternoon might actually be be doable. Mm-hmm. Looking at it, Chris. Uh, yeah, I think it's something that someone would have to convince her of. Sure. Okay. For sure. Well, Theo is probably it's a good best thing. for that. It's a good thing she has that leverage condition that cloak put on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to come, if you want to fucking sledgehammer your way over to Isabel right now, that's fine. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's appropriate, if it's sorry, if you're cool with that out of character, yeah. Cloak would yeah. definitely like, you know, you know how he is, right? Like, we need Isabel to come. He'll just go ask Isabel. 
Am I going to resist a thing that puts the party together? No. Yeah. <laughs> you could, but I don't think you're that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you, do you want to sit in the corner and brood some and talk about how the party isn't worth your time? <laughs> it had to prove themselves to me. Right. My last party betrayed my family. Well, proof has something to do with it. <laughs> right. uh, uh, that's funny. That cool. makes sense. That was a, that was a spirits joke. Yeah, I, yeah. I appreciated the not a, joke. Not a magic spirits joke. Uh, yeah, yeah you do it. I'm here for the puns. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, definitely so, yeah. 11 Uh If that's okay, if that's okay with you, then yeah, um, yeah I'm taking care of my horse. Do you want to walk up? Absolutely. You know, cloak loves horses, so yeah, like kind of tied up to the side of the tavern around the corner. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, after conversing with Theo, he says, "I'll make sure that Isabel comes," and he'll walk over to find Isabel. Sure. I'll say, Senora. Good afternoon. And I'll reach out and uh, ask, may I? And he's trying to reach towards her horse. Sure. All right. You know, and I chin. turn on my <laughs> mage light. Go ahead. So, um, yeah, he's gently, um, completely mundanely trying to um, ingratiate himself to the horse. He pulls out a little treat and a brush, like a little piece of carrot or something like that, or apple, mm -hmm. and offers it to the horse, and then gently brushes the horse as he says to Isabel, Theodosia has invited me to come to tea with her and Gisela. Which and could not be weirder, <laughs> like, social circles here. I would like you to come. Why? Because we four have a lot in common. <laughs> I don't think we have that much in common. Hmm. Okay, Especially not the four of us. There's a, literally then, a gap in that Venn diagram. Then, then uh, he says... I know, you know, he puts emphasis on the word no. I know that you see more than there is. I know that you want to understand it. And I know that, like the three of us, you are still confused by what it means for you in your future. Um, you hear a sound. Of <laughs> <laughs> a metallic... Click, click. <laughs> in the saddlebag. That's okay. He'll take a bullet if he has to. <laughs> um, he says, "This uh, is why they're here." This he is says, between between sessions plotting. Yeah. <laughs> he he says, uh, um, and yeah, if you want to initiate combat, go ahead and spin that. Whip. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not <laughs> no. I know, I know you're joking. You. I just because the air of menace and all that, right? Um, That's true. Yeah. He, he says, uh, yeah, Cloak looks around, walks around as though he's prepared for anybody to hurt him and he doesn't care, right? And he knows that they're also going to have to invest. But anyway, so that's not what's happening. So uh, what Cloak says um, then is he says, um, we can all work our will. Considering that you are suspicious of me, I will be forthcoming with the truth of myself. 
perhaps to demonstrate that I mean you no harm. The truth is that I and the Maroons in my care did not come here randomly. Well, that's the wrong way to put it. <laughs> they came here through Vodou. They came here through the force of my will. We came here through magic. You're saying a lot of crazy stuff, man. <laughs> I think this might be where we get into the die roll. <laughs> then, then he'll say, hold on real quick. Mm -hmm. Then, Considering she's like, you know, ah, right. Let me, let me find my notes. Let me find my notes from the last session. Oh, um. Go ahead. You would know my virtue is faithful. Yeah. Oh, faithful. faithful. That's, right. that's a good. One. I don't know yeah. if that's what we originally came up with today, but, or but it's pretty previously, good. but it's what I got, what I'm going for. Okay. Yep. Here we go. I got it written down right here. So, um, and virtue like, is faithful. Yeah. So, like, I don't know that Isabel, like, I, I will voluntarily fail that role, right? Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. think you have to, like, pressure it, but it's like she, like, you come around the backside of the horse. Uh -huh. And she like falls like back against the window, back against the wall, like hiding behind the horse. Uh, so that okay. then you come around and you see that she's got the gun for sure. Uh, okay, she's cool. Like, look, you're being and like totally like, especially with how good Cloak is at the sort of thing. Like, you know, you have struck a, a core resonance with her, and you already All know right. like that she's right. got an obsession, right? So. Yeah. So so great. So then he says. Uh, When I touched you yesterday, I learned that you desire to find others like you. We are the others like you. I learned that you desire to form what you call a cabal. We could be that cabal. And I know that you are obsessed with establishing yourself as part of a spirit court. Of course, translated more into mm. what Israel right. would think, but yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Sorry, I thought that was how yeah. it was written down. Fair right. Right. It's what it's mainly out of character. I misunderstood. Right. So I, I misunderstood. It's no big deal. You're good. Cool. All right. Um, um, okay, just don't... Don't touch me. Sorry, what? what, what I didn't hear you. I said don't out of touch character. me. Oh, okay. Ah. Fair enough. If you're going to do something like that again, mm -hmm. you obviously invaded my mind in some way to know I, what I want. I can see how you would think of it that way. I will not touch you without your consent, but I did not invade your mind, just so that you know. Your thoughts, your preferences, your aspirations are chains. They are things that attach you to the material and the immaterial, and they are plain to see as the color of your hair and the texture of your skin. I am just a person who can see those things. And so all I had to do was open my eyes. But as you request, I will not look again. 
without your permission. We're, we're going to have a cabal that has a conversation about consent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What are we allowed to do and what are we not allowed to do without <laughs> asking permission? Cool. Um, and this is this is uh, on. Hmm? Um, sorry. Go ahead. Um, so she like releases the hammer on the on the gun. Cool. All right. I got no idea what the hell you're talking about with chains or any of that. That's not what this is. Hmm. I'll come and I'll talk to the others. Thank you. Uh, and with that, uh, yeah. he'll, 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 as he's leaving, he'll like, um, um, like idly kind of like not nuzzle the horse, but, um, uh, like motion his hand to receive like, you know, a little sniff or lick oh. or something like that. Um, and then walk away. Nice. Um, uh, and this is more a question for Chris. Uh, do you feel like that's. Clearing the leverage condition, or do you want to? Ha- okay, cool. Uh, this is very much something she would not do, but has been pressured slash convinced to do. So, okay, yeah. I'm 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 good with that. Uh, um, <laughs> I want to put a spiritual condition. Onto cloak. Mm. You mean a spiritual condition? Uh, one of the manifestation sort of that flowchart oh. thing, mm-hmm. right? And make the open. So opener of the way is is can go from open go from resonant to open. Mm-hmm. Mm. So Spirit's gonna try and jump in me. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I want to like because specifically I think I have not put together the whole spirits claim. Uh, taking over people Mm -hmm. just yet that this is the same thing from my past Mm -hmm. Um, Uh. and but uh, (laughs) in a very sort of Isabel capricious kind of thing um, I want to make a bunch of like all the good feeling spirits hang around him sure because he's a fucking weird sledgehammer hard ass of bad emotions <laughs> it's funny how you see it that way i'm gonna have you like haunted by fucking joy spirits for the rest of the day hmm. all right i don't know if i'm resonant to them but. so right and that's that's the 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 one trick is what because cloak well you know resonant conditions are things that hang on people or right. you know places and so like the conditions that i can see hanging on cloak are going to be you know uh forthrightness or like uh truth um uh, though truth might be more goetia um but um aggression um he's been socializing today yeah made, made a point of it yeah uh the problem is i don't quite know that socialize would be 
the thing because because spirits are going to be more on emotion and not necessarily action. So I'm trying to figure out like what would be the right one. And the other thing is resonant conditions are not things like uh, it came up in, in a discord. Oh, you can watch somebody's resonance and see if they lie because they'll suddenly have liar resonance. It's like, no, no, no. Resonance is it's something that's fast. Yeah, right. more in, uh, more on them. That said, I thought well, more, oh, you, I, it might be a three dot one. Because I know you can create conditions with two dots in the sort of um, creative thaumaturgy, creative mm-hmm. thaumaturgy rules. So okay. if I can shift resonant to open, then could I create resonance? Right. Uh, that's what with I two am dots. trying to see. Can I throw a little something in here? Yeah. So, my, oh, it's a soup. My Rita right. cloak is that he's sort of like a wolf in new territory, sort of marking his territory, meeting the neighbors, you know, establishing boundaries and and that kind of stuff. So maybe there's an avenue to go through there. Yeah, more animal vibe. Yeah. Mm. That's a good idea. Also, um, and creative thaumaturgy, a supernatural condition, including manifestation conditions, require weaving. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's three, that's three dots, right? Mm-hmm. Or four. Uh, four is weaving. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. There's no, three. Three, three, three is weaving. What's the, yeah. Four is patterning. Patterning. Um, okay. Um, four is a songbird special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then let's... Um, how about this? My horse has a spirit? Mm-hmm. One, two... Um, well, I'm going to basically... Never mind. You know what? Scratch the whole thing. <laughs> Put it in the back burner. We'll come back yeah. to this maybe. Yeah. Fuck with Cloak later. Get some gremlins. Fuck with Cloak Sounds good. New aspiration. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, gremlins, um, gremlins to mess mess their day up. Yeah. No, but especially because he didn't quite apologize for what he did, but he has said he won't do it in the future. So we're going to take him at his word for that now. Oh, yeah. Go hear out whatever this fucking. Won't do it without your permission. T is right, and this is where I'm like, could have used freaking high speech at any point, uh, and just be like, "Do that's you understand a... me?" But oh, that's a good point. You're speaking mm. nonsense to anyone who doesn't, right? But that's <laughs> that's one of those like, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. 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 I was thinking that that would be happening once we're all together, right? Like, well, let's see this we... and see how we. Do you see this? I mean, how much do me? we how much do we use high speech? How much do you use? Eh, but remember that is Because we don't have the Yantra thing for it. So we're not like the using yantra, a lot. The Yantra represents knowing how to use this language right. in a as a Yantra. Otherwise, right. you understand, like in my head, it's speaking the symbols that you see, um, and you know, truth, hate, you know, fate. Fire, but in a, you know. in a practical way, if we've never met another mage, we likely haven't heard it spoken since our awakening. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So knowing the- a, knowing a language is different than having chance to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I yeah. don't, especially Isabel. I don't think she's just walking around talking to herself in high speech. Right. <laughs> Literally any point in her life. Right. right. So, no. I, and, and, and for me, idea. it's it's so. That's what I was just trying to establish. It's not like a reflexive thing that I would just be like, oh, 
do you understand me? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're inclined. In character. Like, right. totally a different mage could totally do that, and it would make sense. Yeah. But I right. don't think Isabel would. DM, put that mark down there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when when the, you know, Silver Ladder or Brimos rolls up with fluent high speech. Ah, right. hello, friends. And you're going, whoa, slow it down, buddy. <laughs> what What is that? We don't, we don't like, do that. I understand here. what you're saying, but how do I understand that? Because right? right. we just sort of acquired the knowledge. We don't you just, like, you know that it's a language. know it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, that puts us in a pretty good uh, spot. And so uh, next episode title, have Tea, next tea time. Party. <laughs> uh, this one, who knows? Uh, so... Uh, Thank you all for joining us. Um, it is always a blast. Uh, come by Discord, eat into dot space uh, to come hang out with us. Throw some episode titles at me, uh, which is always useful and helpful and a great way to troll the YouTubers. YouTube guys, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, you got to be over here on the Twitch side to get a heads up, you know, or watch on VOD. You don't have to watch live. Uh, but yeah. Um, if you want to support us monetarily, that is patreon.com slash occultistanonymous, which is really boring. Try staylucky.club. Um, there's a- other ways you can support us. There's also uh, like the merch store, which I don't actually have any. Where, where did my cup go? Ever, ever since I got my new Darth Vader little thermos thing, and now it's like mm. Mercury mug is. I need to upgrade. I need a bigger one. Um, but um, and you also can uh, now access our Conca. Oh, yes. Brain spider pin. Beautiful. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, but yes, our conca is now publicly open. So if you want to come check out some of the stuff that we're talking about, see characters, see Theo's backstory and why Valosia doesn't speak. Some of those kind of inside things that we may get to in the future. Well, we probably will get to in the future um, and stuff like that. It's there. Some of the characters say like Mortimer, Rilla and Jules are locked away hidden private because i don't want you to know um but uh once we get in a little bit farther i'll like open them up so you can see the little notes i've saved uh for them um and any of our patrons who are in the sleepwalker tier have access to actually leave little notes which would be useful if you want to remind me about a thing i forgot about um or just want to talk about how mortimer is a you know jerk or warner and Wright, whatever uh ike Ike is a jerk. Everybody can go put that note down. It'll be fine. Uh, Ike is definitely a jerk. Though, actually, I meant to in- actually have him talk to people today, and I forgot. Right. Oh, well. Um, but yes. Oh, he's going to talk to somebody soon. Yep. Whether uh, he likes it or not. So, uh, yeah. Come by, hang out, check that out. Um, and uh, I guess do a quick little shout out for Gehenna Gaming. <laughs> uh, next week, uh, Craig and I are going to do a one shot for their Saturday night one shots. So uh, don't have the exact story planned out yet, but Craig is going to be a badass mage. And the other oh, yeah. three who have never played before are going to be their uh, Craig's apprentices. Um, so it's going <laughs> to be, be so fun uh, because I'll be honest, <laughs> when you have Craig here and he's got the beard, you got to lean into. Yeah, the <laughs> vibe, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that'll be fun. <laughs> um, and then also if you yourself want to play some Chronicles of Darkness or uh, want to see some more stuff or actually run some games and get paid for it. Onyx Path Con is coming mid-June, it's like 21st or something like that. Um, Hmm. And so there will be panels. There will be a bunch of Chronicles of Darkness games right here on this channel all week. We are the official 
unofficial Chronicles of Darkness uh, channel for Onyx Pathcon. So there will be our game, yes, obviously, man. on Friday. I think there's an Arthurian Legends Changeling one. And yeah, speaking so, of Merlin. Yeah. So there, there's a there's a there's three, I think. And I might be putting together a mummy one where everybody's playing a bunch of cultists. Uh, and and instead of actually getting the mummy out, everybody will just be a bunch of cultists doing mm. the mummy's favors. I need to read Ooh. the book uh, a little bit more <laughs> to make sure I know what I'm doing. But mummy dearest. Check out, check out those open rights. It's going to be a good time. Open, close rights. And yeah, I, I may have to drag Ash in uh, because any good chance choice. to, to high five Ash over mummy <laughs> stuff is just the best. Um Ash is playing a character called Friend Embrasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm on board. Um, so, right. Um, um, and, and, am I missing anything else? I think that's it. I think we can say goodbye to all these lovely people. Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye, so, folks. We don't have okay. to see you next time. Bye, everybody. We're working on it.